you've been living with Annette for, what's it been? Two and a half? Two years? Do you think? You think this is Annette? She's been... <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're asking me if I think your bride is defecating on the floor in random spots in the house? <laughs> you might be on to something, <laughs> sir. The other 47 states, we yeah. need your uh, your official entry to the Cheese Mageddon Off 2018. Cheese Mageddon Off 2018. <laughs> nope, that sounds like a sexual act. <laughs> yeah, that's right, folks. Don't go Cheese and Mageddon Off. <laughs> oh, look who's here. It was in the, the 80s. Cereal Pooper is back. Oh, hey, Annette. <laughs> For the record, <laughs> my wife does not poop on the floor. <laughs> I forgot about all that. <laughs> and but, we're pretty funny. Well, I had forgotten about it uh, until somebody who may be my brother brought it up while on vacation. Oh, did he? Did To uh, now... To the suspect, or to you? Yeah, the suspect was there, who has not listened to the podcast yet. So the suspect was questioned. Suspect was wondering why she is being referred to as a cereal pooper. <laughs> well, we've only referred to two things as cereal on this show, and I think she got the better of the two, because yeah. the other half is a cereal butthole picture taker. Is that Hope Solo? Hope Solo. So I would argue your wife got the better end of being a serial offender on this show by possibly being a serial... Po- no, I'm sorry, not possibly being. Supposedly, in your mind, she's been cleared. <laughs> yeah, now, I, I feel as though I can say definitively <laughs> that, yeah, it was not her. Now, judging by your brother's interactions, I don't know. I'd need a transcript. Was this, you know, was the interrogation recorded? It was not. It came up out of nowhere. It was, uh... <laughs> and you're saying she took it well. Hmm. <laughs> I may have gotten the look. You know the look. Everyone knows the look. <laughs> the look that you get from your significant other when you, uh... Do something that they deem inappropriate that you're not supposed to do. And in fairness, I want to defend myself a tiny bit. Because I have said... Some things about your wife that may have been misconstrued over the years, like the violin is part of the idiot machine crowd, etc. <laughs> this one, and you heard it there in the intro. You you brought I, up the you brought up yeah. the initial question that are you saying it's my wife? I thought I thought that that was the direction you were going in. Apparently, okay. apparently not. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was I was thinking elsewhere, <laughs> but it jumped to your mind. That maybe she was the suspect and not your daughter. Well, it Lola. jumped to my mind that your mind would think that. So, it's, I mean, it's really still your fault. Whatever roundaboutism <laughs> you need to get out of this, I encourage it. That's, um, yeah, I totally understand. That's the Stephen Kyle Podcast, Monday, July 9th, 2018, yeah. the year of our Lord. What uh, an intro for the Free Beer and Hot Wing Show listeners, though, who joined, oh, who, who yeah. maybe gave it a shot last week, right? Maybe, because perhaps. I looked at the numbers. They dwindled throughout the week, I'll That's be honest. That's the way it always yeah. goes. It starts First, really uh, high because... Yeah. I, Monday, it, 50 million people yeah. listen. Yeah. And then by Friday, it's like, cool, we got like six more. Yeah. And I, like, if we can hang on to one. That's all it takes. That's an improvement. That's all it takes. I did see some tweets and some Facebook posts from people who are hopping on board 
listening to us for the first time, so we appreciate that. Yeah, a couple people, or one or two, said they're going to go back and start listening from scratch. Oh, boy. Now, jump in around, like, 60 or so. Your interview. You know something? Go to your interview one, and then start. Let's make a deal. New listeners out there. Oh, I didn't know if you're talking to me. Listeners, here's what we need you to do. You can go back, download every episode. Yeah. Then delete every episode. Sure. Then download every episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Then delete every episode. Do this about six or seven times. You don't even have to listen and listen to them. Mm-hmm. Hell, I don't even care. Just download them a bunch of times. Yeah, get those things on the on get system. Those, get those numbers up. Yeah, juice it for us yeah. a little bit. And then, yeah, I think, you know, we talked about it. I think a logical starting spot is the year in review that we did. Uh, would have been around Christmas of 2016. Yeah, 2016. God, then listen, doing this too listen to the year in review for 2017. Yeah, it's weird because... We're not at the point where we can say last year when we started this whole yeah, thing. Nope. It, yeah, we're, we are well into our third year at this point. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I've suffered an Achilles injury. Yeah. You've moved, I don't know, four times <laughs> yeah. since we started. I was going to say half a dozen times. We're in so. our third studio. There, yeah. A lot of changes over the uh, two plus years we've been doing this nonsense. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Episode number 100 whatever. 100 blah, blah. Um I think first and foremost Steve get the sound effect ready. Uh Uh-oh. the biggest news this week. Um we have to discuss because preparations need to begin on our end. Now the the hard work from our listener Steve is done. Mm-hmm. Now the work on our end. What sound effect am I am I getting the drum roll? Uh, oh. Maybe the hour-long one? You want to pull that one up again? Yeah, I'll just... Ha- I should just that. have it playing full-time in yeah. the background. But we never acknowledge it. And we just... Well, I was going to say, have it playing full-time, and then when we need it, I just turn oh, it on. Oh, yeah. that's a great idea. Now, granted, the next time we need something off the computer and you pot it up quick to hear a news story, and there's a drum roll going on that might give away our uh, our tell. I don't know. I don't think... Oh, oh here we go. Oh, it's starting. Do, do, I, do I have an hour? I oh, know you have one second. That was it. Doesn't even have oh, a boy, big. It does, doesn't even. Oh, I need a different there. drum roll. Let me let go. me vamp a little bit. One, I need one with an end, like one boom. hour of endless drum roll, starting now. Who needs that, by the way? Our GoFundMe campaign to get our podcast on a billboard, Steve. Now this is our effort to take the podcasting world by storm. Are you? Do you need a? I would like a yeah. Ding, if you have okay. it, uh, do you want to? Yeah. Do you have, like, some ice you can jingle, maybe? I just just queued into the 21-minute mark. Let me jump to the end. Maybe they got one right at the 59.50. All right, we're at uh, 59.12. So you want to skip to, like, 59.50, or you want to play this out the last 48? I don't know. 36. 40. Okay, (laughs) 59.40. Here it comes, huh? (laughs) It's difficult to get those, you know, the fine-tuned clicks. Uh, I'm very curious to hear if they... 59.50. Oh, this is it. This is the big countdown. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, are you kidding me? You did it for an hour. You, you played. Think that's looped, or you think he just had like a, you know, a hamster on a wheel that would make the and then two drumsticks that were going every time the wheel would rotate. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would work. So the the GoFundMe campaign to get our podcast on a billboard in rural Ohio, because as we all know, rural Ohio. Leads to uh, podcast leading in America. Yeah, it's the podcast gateway to the world. Yeah. So this is the start, and this is the most modern form of advertising we could think of on this internet-streamed podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing uh, There's nothing else you can do. No. 
Social media, whatever. Stupid. It's a fly-by-night. Anybody. Listen, we've talked about it. There's an episode where we recapped our social media advertising efforts. It got us like four likes and $20 spent. So it wasn't worth it for us. I forgot about that. Yeah, the Facebook one. It was... Facebook and Twitter. The Facebook campaign, because I think I did the Facebook one and you did the Twitter one. And the Facebook campaign, it went for like one minute. Yeah. got, (laughs) Got three views. Like, wow, that's it was I a scam. Like, I feel like Zuckerberg is really laughing all yeah. you know the whole way to the bank. It was a scam. Now I feel like a week ago we were at like three hundred and fifty dollars. I don't even know. No, maybe four hundred. We no, we're at four hundred. Four hundred. We had stalled there since we had the week before. We had forgotten to set up the yep. payment methods. Which uh, oh, done yeah. have completely. You the, uh, have you checked the email? Oh, I haven't. haven't. No. Yeah, we're gonna need to do that. We got a problem with the bank. Oh, good. <laughs> I meant to text you that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, As of now, we have and will have zero dollars. You know, I kind of like that. Yeah. I like the fact that there's no money in my account yet. Because yeah, I didn't. We didn't want us get. And if it if you donate to our GoFundMe and it showed that the money's been withdrawn. Trust me when I tell you, we did not want that. <laughs> yeah. We wanted to put this off as long as possible, yeah. but they have a policy that if your campaign's active for 30 days and you don't have a bank set up, it pauses. Nobody else can donate. Yeah. So we had to set something up, and apparently Steve entered it in incorrectly or something. So Was it like a bad routing number? Or it didn't account say. Number? Okay. just said the bank, uh, bank account problem. So we finished our campaign, which ran, and it's still not closed, by the way, because I don't know how to just... Uh, Close it. Just don't <laughs> donate anymore. Four hundred and ninety dollars, Steve. Yes. So with our donation of ten dollars, we're at a, an even five hundred dollars. Hey, look at that. Nice look job, that. everybody. Thank you to everybody for the donations. Now, like I said, the hard part starts. Now, Steve and I, within the next week, I think, we'll have to secure a time where you and I make a phone call or two. And we uh, give a shout down to whoever's advertising on billboards in the middle of Ohio, <laughs> right? Now, do we? Um, are we just brutally honest with them from the beginning and be like, "Look, here, here's what we did. We had this GoFundMe. We're an up and coming, upstart podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, uh, still wet behind the ears in the broadcast business. Yeah, and we're looking to make our make our voice heard." Mm-hmm. There in rural Ohio, mm-hmm. what do you got for us? Maybe they'll get. Maybe they'll cut us a deal. Maybe they'll. Maybe say, I guys. think so. There's two camps. One, we either roll in hot and heavy with a haggling hand. <laughs> okay, and we start saying, oh. "What's your lowest price? How about cut it by thirty percent, or I'm hanging up." How about good cop, bad cop? Ooh, I'll say, "Hey, Dolores, how are you today?" Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey, Dolores, you ugly hag. What do you no. want? Hey, Kyle, come on now. You can't be talking to them. I'm so sorry, Dolores. Kyle did not mean... He's, he just gets excited. Your grandkids hate you, Dolores. Oh, Kyle, that is so Billboards are horrendous. Dolores, I apologize again. How about we send you a t-shirt? Go buy some more floral prints, you idiot. So... So that'll maybe you you might have to tone it back just a little bit. You don't think that's... <laughs> it's a little... It's a you bit think much. it's too bad cop then? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's like good cop a-hole cop uh that's good cop kyle would it be better if uh if okay so now start talking to dolores again oh hey dolores i we were wondering about uh oh, the prices great name 
We were wondering about the prices of a uh, billboard on real affordable on, net dump town. Route, I'm sure. Oh no, uh, Route Route 13. Uh, if you could tell us, not as good as Route 10. <laughs> Bunch of inbred jerks. Really? <laughs> Just from a distance, though. Now you're talking. So, but so you're talking. You're talking smack about road numbers. <laughs> but, but you know, if I do it that way, every time, what's that? What's that noise? You say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm in a busy airport." <laughs> But we keep her it's on. That, it's that that man next to me we talking keep, to his secretary. That way we keep Dolores on her toes, <laughs> you know. And then by the time she opens up her Rolodex, yeah, to figure out who to contact about what's currently on Route 13's six foot high junior billboard, we're already knocking down the price a few bucks. All so right. in the next week. I think you and I need to get together. At least make one phone call. Yeah. Five, however many minutes it takes, I, I record it. We got 500 bucks. Like, 500 bucks is going to get us something. It's not... Actually, it's, yeah. I tried to take a picture of a billboard locally around here mm-hmm. that is what I... Exactly what I imagine ours to... Uh, is going to look like. Yeah. There's a, a nice little restaurant, and they have... It looks like... I mean, it's it's a professionally done sign okay and it says like join us on the new patio deck or something um but it's like an eight by four sheet of plywood with just two four by four posts in the ground holding it up that's what we want that's what we need yeah um you know where the new uh like the the fancy gas station is yeah it's diagonal across the street oh i've seen that yeah yes okay. and i was so i was pulling up to that light and it was it's on the right hand side mm-hmm. and i was trying to like take a picture back over my shoulder as i was sitting at the light yeah but it just it it was at the wrong angle it couldn't get it i honestly think that road is too busy like in comparison oh god yeah for what we're looking yeah for, right i'm thinking that our road won't even be paved but <laughs> that's and that's a good target and i agree with you so that's the plan so now we need to start soliciting suggestions because the next big step obviously steve you and I contact these billboard idiots <laughs> who are hawking a technology from mm-hmm. 50 years ago. Technology? The first people who decided to put <laughs> signs on the side of the road, right? And now the I only, don't even think, yeah, you can't even give them the credit yeah. for calling it technology. The only advancement has been the one person who thought, boy, this is really cost prohibitive to go up there every month and peel off that 30 by 60 piece of vinyl and glue up a new one. Yeah. And they made them digital. Mm-hmm. So we need to call and figure this out. And But the next step, we need to solicit ideas on what should be on the billboard. Now, the one we use for the GoFundMe campaign, something like that is in the realm of possibilities. The new leaders in podcasting, 10 speeds, nuts, words <laughs> and then the asterisk obviously within a four and a half block radius of steve's house and yeah. then our logo in the center um but how yeah about, any ideas you have maybe a catchphrase maybe a slogan like this. how about some of phillips art maybe uh beautiful oh that's beautiful too isn't beautiful, it beautiful uh illustration that he did of a frog sitting on um a coffee like the handle of a coffee mug yeah tea mug. <laughs> a tea mug yeah, yeah the tea uh, the mug says pond scum on it as the little frog holds a ladle i think that's beautiful it's so it's so well done so perfectly done. Uh, he added some new art today even <laughs> he did uh we'll get to the ver- longer story of that uh but my most recent post got a beautiful piece of art from oh, did. from philip today yeah, i i saw your post i 
I gotta take my hat off to you. You wanna get into it? It's uh it's yeah, why not? Let's just get into it right now. Um you were It doesn't were, need to be overly long because uh, we're back tight at time. It. Wait a minute, hold on. I need to get uh, I need some intro intro music for this. Yeah, how do we not have DIY music? We've yeah. talked about it enough between you and me and uh, all of the projects we've taken on in the in the two plus years we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. We have viewer mail time intro. We've gotten three pieces of mail ever. Okay. Um, hopefully the hopefully this oh, fits. I hope this, this fits. Is it is. Yes. Right. Oh, JTT. You know, there's some guy just shredding that guitar <laughs> right now. You think I could learn that in six hours? No. I can learn that. Was that a flute <laughs> or a recorder? <laughs> that man was like a hundred millionaire from a grunt. <laughs> a hundred millionaire? Hundreds mil. Hundred mil. Like, he's not just a millionaire. Just a millionaire. Yeah, but a million. Listen, anybody can walk into a million. You win a poker tournament, you win a million. But, like, he did that show for nine years, making, like, a million an yeah. episode towards the end. He's He's got to be loaded. Yeah, that's true. Between you know, that and all the George and the Jungle money still overflowing his cup, <laughs> guy's got to be loaded down. I, so it was time again this week, Steve, for some DIY. Now, this has been in debate in my house. For about a month, I believe we talked about it. Last time we had a fire over here at your house, yeah. it was yeah. brought up. This was the the big project, the big summer project. Yeah, doing some renovations in the house, clearing out a bedroom, moving things around, doing a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I wanted to do was build or purchase a large scale bookcase for all of our books and DVDs and Blu-rays because currently they're on six racks. You know, I've got three DVD racks, those old kind that are just two bars, and they yeah. kind of sit on an angle. None of them, I'm sure, like, if it's like anywhere else, none of them match. They're all kind of... Exactly. They're all a little bit... The two two DVD racks match, and then I have three other shelves. They're all three different. Mm-hmm. I was tired of it. I didn't like it. It's time to, to be more grown up, have it look nice. Yeah. So I had been talking for a while about building a bookcase, <laughs> which was met... Hmm, which was met in my own brain... With, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. What what in my history, from you knowing me and, and you being a part of this, mm-hmm. makes you think I could build a bookshave on book bookcase on a large form or a small form? No, not nothing. nothing. I have zero confidence. It took us four days to put in a dishwasher. <laughs> it took me a how di- many, like six hours trips? to put in. A, I think it was six to the, trips to, to four home. hardware stores. Okay. And it took me however many hours it was to hang a towel rod. Okay? So, needless to say, this isn't exactly in my wheelhouse, but I said for the last year, and to my own credit, to uh, to pat myself on the back, I said, I need to know some of these things. Mm-hmm. So, when the day comes, I can pass this down to somebody, and they can also be inept at DIY. Yeah. So... We had decided, my, I, I asked my, I was recruiting my brother, and I said, hey, he, he built two houses in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm sure he's adept enough that we could figure this out. Yeah. Recruited him about a month ago, said, hey, if I decide to do this, would you be willing to help? He said, absolutely. And then he said, but have you thought about looking at Ikea? Because yeah. I had looked at all the, the all the usual suspects online, and they're all way too way more than I wanted to spend and whatever. So I said, no, I haven't. Let me take a look. Knowing full well that how many times have you said to yourself, because I know I've said it a million times, where you see something that you want. Oh, man, that's $400. It's really expensive. I could probably build something for 80 bucks, And then six weeks later and probably $200 because it's never as cheap as you expect it to be. The budget's always, yeah. I mean, you know you've done the Jeep. I did my bathroom. Yeah. Budgets get, just throw them away. Hmm. So, yeah, you're right. I absolutely had that thought because that, that was my initial thought. Yeah. I could spend yeah. a couple hundred bucks. Look at that. Is that about what it would have been if less. you had, if you had gone to Ikea? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It would have been slightly less. But the problem with Ikea like and two, everybody- Two, three hundred bucks probably? Yeah, in the lower end of that. Okay. And the, But the problem with Ikea- that, No question for me. Right? I would have said, sold. So here's my conundrum. And waited for my- Skarsgård uh, yeah. bookshelves or whatever they're called because they, they all have those weird Swedish names yeah. with too many consonants. And the A has the dot or two dots on yeah. top of it. Yeah, like Motley Crue. Yeah. That is, I don't yeah. like that. No, keep your Swedish stuff out of here. So, but the problem, and everybody knows with Ikea is, well, they're not like every town. And for us, it is two and a half from here. You've been there. Two and a half? Yeah, it's uh, two and a half to Chicago or two and a half to Detroit. Detroit. And I didn't want to do that. And shipping is like 60-something extra dollars. Yeah, so my brother was thinking about going, but I never got a firm timetable on if and when he was going to go. So it was D-Day. Like, we had been talking about this for a while, hindering other projects. Bookshelves need to be built. I need this thing done one way or another so we can progress on other things in the house. And... uh, so I was looking around at lumber, and I wanted it pre-painted because I didn't want to have to do an extra step. But that is prohibitive in terms of cost. Yep. Way too much money. So I'm looking at doing the math on my head. Get on there for that. Six dollars for that. Yeah. I'm going to do this. <laughs> Just like that. So did you um, You draw plans? Rough uh, rough idea of what Yeah, if you, you want to call my orange sticky note. <laughs> I was going to say, because I, I saw that. There were some numbers. That was, was the second sticky note with the numbers that I needed all the boards cut at. <laughs> oh, so you had a... You, you paid, oh, yeah. Oh, that I was going to ask you if you... Uh, if you went old school and like busted out the saw and cut all well, of them I by have hand, a circular saw. I don't need. I'm not just you know holding down one end of a board with one arm and sawing away on the other. <laughs> or you got one of those like old timey tree cutting saws. So Robert's on one end, you're on the other. And if it wobbles, it starts making music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, when you were taking a break, you like you blew on a jug, yeah. and Robert was like, wah, 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 wah. all of that. To cut 40-inch shelves. <laughs> That's what we decided. No, I had a circular saw, and don't worry, it was still necessary. <laughs> Good. Because you're not going to believe this, and so I'm glad you're sitting down. All right. My measurements weren't accurate, what? Steve. I know. I know. You're going to hold the phone, all the cliches. I couldn't believe it myself. 
Um, so yeah, we went to the uh, we went to the hardware store. I got all my lumber, and I said, "Would you do you guys do cuts?" I said, "I don't care if it's an extra." Yeah, dollar a board for it. They said, yeah, because nope. it's normally they do. Because I actually had something cut there uh-huh. last week too. I had to go and buy. I had to buy one board, and uh, it was eight feet long. Yeah, but I didn't want to have to bring it here, lug it down into the basement to cut it. So I was like, screw it. I just have them cut it. Yeah, but yeah, the, I think the first two cuts are free, and then they say that they charge twenty five dollar or twenty five cents each additional cut, but they never do. They never do. And how would they know? I mean, unless they uh, the person with the saw is. You know, doing a tally. Yeah, or the person at the counter is sitting there and piecing all your boards back together. Yeah. So, and, and what I had forgotten to say was the reason, the, the ultimate reason I didn't end up going with Ikea was because I did not want, I, I, I thought that the, the sizes I was going to buy from Ikea were still going to be too small mm-hmm. in terms of length. I wanted it longer, and it's that pressed, what is it, M- MDF board, MDF, particle yeah. particle board, essentially. Yeah. It's just pressed together wood shavings that mm-hmm. make the So the quality isn't great. It's yeah. not what you would get if you had a normal wood bookcase. Yeah, so, it's the kind of wood, like, if you, if something, if you put a cup down on it mm-hmm. and it leaves, like, the, the little, the, the ring, the condensation yeah. ring. You come back a day later, and it's like when you get a book wet, and like all the pages are <laughs> just unfolded, fanned out. Yeah, yeah. So and so, I I looked at that and I thought, well, the shipping and this and the quality. If we do it this way, I can get an extra thirty six inches Ooh. out of the bookshelf, which is what I want. I wanted it to be essentially wall to wall. Yep. So I had all my sticky note measurements. I brought it there. They cut it. I could see it was a kid cutting it, and I saw. You know, he'd cut one, so I knew, hey, can I get eight cut this way? He'd cut it. He'd use that as a measurement for the next one. Yeah, Slide it down. Uh, that's a bad method. And one, he slides down. He's lining them up on one on top of another. So there's two of them there. And I can see from five feet behind him that there's like three quarters of an inch extra. I wonder if it's the same guy that cut mine. Mine was a young kid. Mine was a young kid also. Yeah, it probably and was. The one thing I noticed is that he was using the thickest marker i've ever seen to make <laughs> to make the line so the line itself had a half inch of variance from one side to the other oh, no so you have to at least know like okay well, on the I, inside of the draw, yeah exactly yeah. and he wasn't doing that oh no so i got back and all of my i mean granted it didn't matter for what i was working okay. on but yeah i needed them all like 15 inches long well one's 14 and a half yeah. one's 15 and a quarter and that's ah, i close. don't have a nice arm saw now you do mm. but for something like that they can it's just it's so much faster and for I'm me i don't have that, the option i'm surprised that with i mean the size of wood that you were working with yeah he should have stacked up numerous boards cut them all as one would have been i, I'll, I can promise you this it would have been a lot quicker mm-hmm. so he cut it all fine enough i knew there's going to be a tiny bit of variance but as long as there wasn't too much on my uh, essentially on my my box my mm-hmm. my my main boards i was going to be fine get them home paint them all spend you know 4 hours painting double painting two coats on everything Pain so i've got ice. i hate painting so much it's stupid so at this point so just for reference i have 4 6 16 19 19 got to paint both sides 20 got to paint all the edges i have 32 pieces of wood so I've got my in-laws bring over sawhorses. I've got folding tables. I've got my ladder <laughs> resting so I can rest a bo- just anything so I yeah. can paint, have it get dry, and flip it. And honestly, it felt like it moved pretty quick. We got it all painted. Decide it's about 4.20, 4.30 in the afternoon. 
And my initial thought was, let's get it all painted. We can put it together tomorrow on Sunday. Kyle got squirrely. Got a wild hair Saturday. And I thought, you know what? If I spend the rest of my night with in it, like just sitting here thinking about the lumber. I know exactly. I'm, I'm the same exact way. Just, I, I can't, just I can't have. I hate when something is incomplete. And already in my mind, I have accepted. If I'm up till one in the morning doing this, I'm up until one in the morning doing this. And you got a free day tomorrow. That's my entire your, thing. Your day tomorrow would just be putting all your movies yeah. in. Oh, look, it's Rambo. Loading put, it up, telling that everybody. that in the R's. Loading it up, telling everybody my success story. My Sunday was booked, Steve, with freedom. It's a good feeling. So Fourth of July, too, had just passed. I mean, yeah. you're celebrating a little bit late. Yeah. But that's all right. You know, I'm so, yeah, absolutely. I'm doing it in America's honor. And I I don't want to get in too much into the minutia, but obviously with walls, there's trim. I had to build the bookcase over the trim because I didn't want to have to carve out with mm-hmm. a miter saw of this wood. So whatever. I figured I'll build a box. I'll set the bookcase on the box. Now, what's important to remember is this is me. <laughs> and this is my plan that I've drawn out. This isn't from Pinterest. This isn't from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud as hell of this. Because I've done the measurements. I know how wide everything needs to be. I'm pouring it over in my brain because I know, like, well, no, you did. You figured out those gaps, but you forgot to take into account the width of the wood and this and that. Yep. So I'm going through it in my head. I'm redoing everything. And so my dad says, hey, do you need a hand? I said, absolutely. If you'd be willing to help, please do. He comes over. He helps me build the the box, the, pe- the, the toe kick, I guess, is what a lot yeah. of people call it. Yeah. In the biz. And my entire intention for this entire bookcase was to be 96 inches wide, which is exactly eight feet. You know why that is? I didn't have to have another cut made. Yeah, exactly. Pieces come in eight-foot sections. Yep. So I figured eight feet, and I was going to do it by 80 inches tall because eight feet would have been to the ceiling, and we wanted to leave a little room on top. Well, what Kyle forgot to do when he was pouring over measurements and measurements, so my dad and I were nailing into the trim. We're building this little pedestal box. We load up the bookcase or uh, 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 one of the boards on it to see how it's going to space out yeah it's about a an inch and a inch and three quarters short hmm. so kyle forgot to take into account the sides I, of I, this token i like how you speak in the third person to make yeah. it sound like it's not your some fault idiot. Some, some idiot some idiot <laughs> let's call him i don't know kyle yeah forgot to take into account the met like putting the side pieces in between the two the long pieces yep. or on the outside so we did it wrong so we had to pry all that off off and outside saw an inch and a half off each of those <laughs> put it back on boom no problem all right so minor setback but no big deal easy well that took about to put everything together and to try to get it level on the ground it took a little over two hours two and a half hours and thank god my dad was there if my dad's not there to help, I'm still yeah. fiddling with those pieces. And by this time, I've probably cut them down to little toothpicks, and I'm wondering why nothing fits. Hey, well, at least we got and, a, at least we got some wood then for our our up and coming uh, toothpick business. And then I bring them over, we stamp them, and we sell them for twenty dollars a toothpick. <laughs> or what? Are we going to charge five bucks? I think a five, five bucks a toothpick per. Yeah. yeah, and that's wood. They're going to go fast. Uh-huh. And. So he helps me, and they're like, hey, we're going to go. I said, thank you so much for the help. Well, at that point, I was ready to burn the house down because it took that long. Reasonable. Katie and I decide, nope, we're going to venture forward. We're going to do this. Really? Forging ahead. So at that point, I've got the the box I need to build everything on. 
So at that point, we eat. We needed more screws. I told her to buy the wrong screws, so we had to go get different screws that were longer. Whatever. We get back. I say, all right, well, we got this base. Let's lay down the pieces. So like a, an interpretation of what it would look like when it's all built just at ground level. Sure. To make sure it's all going to work. Make sure everything is the right length. You yes. don't have one that's a three quarters of an inch too long. Yeah, because for stability, and and again, all these pictures are on our social media at Stephen Kyle on Facebook dot com slash Stephen Kyle. I put a divider in the middle because that long, I didn't want any of the wood to bow, mm-hmm. and I didn't want any sagging or whatever. So I put two dividers right in the middle for stability. So you basically built two separate bookcases, yep. and then yeah, two rectangles yeah. essentially. Pushed them together. Lay it all down. Guess what, Steve? About an inch and a half heavy. <laughs> On which uh, which measurement? Which direction? The uh, long. all of them long. <laughs> okay, so had to take all ten of my shelves out. <laughs> saw nine sixteenths of an inch off, or whatever the number ended up being, to make sure they fit. Saw them all off. All right, but after that, smooth sailing. We put it all together, and you don't really realize how uncomfortable it is to put something like that together. So what you have is two uprights, yeah. and then you're trying to put shelves in. So you're trying to do it. Is it on the ground? Well, then you're trying to level it back and forth, back, you know, front to back and left to right. Yeah. So you're balancing all this. You're trying to screw it all in. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, and so you get those first, like, six screws in. Yeah, you've got to get the top and bottom board in and still kind of hope for the best that when you're screwing it in, it doesn't just wave to one side yeah. or the other. But... We honestly had, well, uh, okay, so I had cut 16 dividers, so, you know, kind of, you know, book shelf dividers mm-hmm. in between just kind of as a, more of a design than anything. Yeah. Now, those shelves are only 40-some inches wide, so you figure they're not going to have that much weight with that type of wood. It's not yeah. going to be a problem. No. I thought it looked very nice, though. I saw the picture. Yeah. I, I thought that that was a very nice touch. Yeah. So I, dividers. I had them cut like 16. I was going to do eight a piece. I had patterns for each side. And that was all well and good. And I told him, I figured out the airspace. Like I said, I was pouring over those measurements. 12 and a half inches of air. Obviously not enough. 12 and a half <laughs> inches of air, Steve, between each shelf, I tell you. Okay. That was all of my math. So it is surprise you to hear <laughs> that there are shelves with 11 inches of air, <laughs> a shelf with 14 inches of air. Okay. And a shelf with like 12 and a quarter inch of air. Okay. So you they, they varied a bit. Which is fine. Honestly, I still like the look of it. We've only got dividers on three of the shelves, which we looked at, and I thought, you know what? I actually kind of like that better anyway. It kind of looks unique. Yeah, plus you need wood for the fire pit, so yeah. you threw, the, well, threw yeah. the, other, the other ten dividers out in the, Come out on the, over. Out in the yard. Two coats of paint going <laughs> on the fire pit. So, 13 plus hours later, from start, we finally finish. Wow. It's done. And for all intents and purposes, it wasn't going anywhere. We hoisted it up on that pedestal. Mm-hmm. It sat great. Now, I, I had to run to the store again yesterday to get... Uh, I wanted some anchors, and I didn't want to do like the traditional anchors where it's like straps yeah. so they can still lean forward. Yeah. No, it's a bookcase. If it leans forward, all the books are coming <laughs> right. out. That's the, that, yeah. I don't want that. No. Man, I screwed four of the biggest brackets <laughs> I could find into studs. Loaded it up yesterday. Snapped another picture with the tag, uh, Suck It Bob Vila. Right. Which Philip then illustrated for us today. There's a picture on uh, on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> that Philip drew. It's 
I looked at that, and it's funny because I didn't realize what it was at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to read the last tweets. Otherwise, otherwise yeah. this is way out of context. And I look at it, and I'm like, man, that guy looks a lot like Bob Vila. And then I saw that it's replying to, at Stephen Kyle, and at Bob Vila, Philip tweeted this picture of Bob Vila giving the finger. Giving the middle finger to presumably me. Because yeah. I, I just told him to suck it. Yeah, I would assume that that was probably... Yeah, I, I think uh, that's a good assumption that that was meant for so, you. So, in my wildest imagination, Bob Vila is going to sit down tonight. <laughs> he's going to have a nice steak dinner. Him and I'm, I'm guessing... I don't know if he's married. Him sure, and his yeah. wife. They're going to discuss their day. Bob and Mary going to discuss their days. Have a glass of wine. Turn on a fire, the fire. Yeah. Talk about windows and doors, because that's what Bob Vila does. And then Bob's going to log on to his computer for the first time that day, mm-hmm. open up Twitter, see a picture of a rickety bookcase with uneven shelves <laughs> with a tag that says, suck it. And then a cartoon drawing of him giving, giving the nothing the bird with a grin on his face. In my wildest dreams, that's what happens later today. Yeah, that's... Um, I like it. Hey, man. <laughs> that is a D.I. A, a D.I. Kyle win in the upset of all upsets. Now, Katie uh, had to keep me in line because I still consider this a failure because it took 13 hours. Really? <laughs> I had you, to recut so, all the shelves. So you don't... Now, if you had to do it all over again, how mm-hmm. fast do you think you could do it? Half the time? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, knowing what I know now, that pedestal box wouldn't take two and a half hours mm-hmm. i would obviously know hey redo your math just one more time would you get Smarty the pants would you get the pre-primed wood this no. time no no because i was still to paint it right. at least a coat the pre-primed so, is i need a dollar amount mm-hmm. of how much money you saved sure. over ordering from ikea now are we including the shipping presumed shipping cost of ikea if i'd gone shipping yeah because it probably would you say it would have been like 60 bucks 60 bucks and it probably would have cost you but 35 40 bucks to drive there to yeah pick so them let's up. call it negligible i yeah. guess at that point i saved steve oh hold on oh you want you got it you got a 60 minuter uh no but i'll find it any second now i'm gonna find it attention it's building there we go okay come on this one ender is this the hour no it ends oh. i always wait for you <laughs> <laughs> okay i saved Build the tension. Wait, did you did you not save? Did you go over? No, no, Steve. I <laughs> saved. I saved forty dollars. Whoa! Huh? Yes. How about that? All right, and that. So um, DIY win, folks. So, so you made forty bucks. Yeah. You paid yourself three dollars an hour. <laughs> To, well, let's, let's, to build those bookshelves. Let's put, well, I guess in this scenario, I wouldn't have been driving over there to get it. But if I drive over there to get it, we're at, let's call it five hours of driving, 30 minutes in the store. How, I mean, how long does it take to put together some Ikea furniture? Probably bookshelves. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty easy, I would think. Uh, let's, let's talk Can't imagine it would take, a, take you more than an hour. Okay. 31 by like 79 and 79 inches. Yeah. Big one, so like two hours yeah. piece, anything, because they're probably so big. Sure. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm right at 10 hours there, so <laughs> if you think about it, I almost saved time. It's basically a wash. Yeah, yeah, I saved time. No, that was a long day. I didn't get done until after 11, but that, I am calling it a DIY win. I am Now, here's my goal, Steve, because I don't want to be useless anymore. <laughs> so when APS 4.0 rolls around in 2020, never. Yeah. I'm going to be able to, you're going to be at work, I'm going to need a key. Because mm. I'm coming in. And I'm gonna be building. Is that so? You're gonna be. You're gonna come home from a long day of work, which you get out of work before me. So I don't know when this scenario will ever take <laughs> place. And you're gonna walk in. There's gonna be a wall there. Where? In the in the studio. <laughs> okay. I don't know where. I don't know if it'll be against <laughs> so, like the concrete. So you're just gonna put up a random yeah, wall. Yeah, just dry. That's all you need, right? Yeah. Just a sheet of drywall, concrete screws. Yeah. Yeah. Right that's in. It. That's it. Done. Can't wait. That's my goal: to not be useless come 2020. Never. When APS 4.0 rolls around. So that way I'm texting you like a Wednesday night at like 9.30. Like, hey, I'm thinking three-eighteenths of an inch. (laughs) (laughs) Lock bracket screws for them. Drywall hangers. What do you think? Yeah, the wildly popular (laughs) three-eighteenths of an inch uh, denomination. You're going to be hard-pressed to find find a tape measure that measures in... Eighteenths of an inch. Well, listen, it's not that hard. It's in between three sixteenths and two sixteenths and three nineteenths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, silly me. It's that one tick on the tape measure right uh-huh. there. Yeah, you just got to look for that one. Yeah. Now, thanks, thank you everybody for your support. Uh, uh, <laughs> such, such warming tweets. Sent to me about it. Um, I believe it was Betsy tweeted at me. Uh, no offense, but I'm going to need proof by putting books on it. <laughs> I had now, now when you were when when you guys finally finished, everything mm-hmm. was up, anchored to the wall, mm-hmm. and you started loading it up. That had to be a pretty proud moment, oh, I would yeah. assume. But were you also still? Was it like when uh when you hang up a shelf for the first time, and you you go to put something on it, and you're like. Or like when you put up your TV uh, oh, right. wall mount I, yeah. and you hang the TV on it and it, you don't really let go of it because you're unsure whether it's going to hold the full weight of it or not. <laughs> you're just like, uh, okay. Uh. I was comfortable. Really? I pretty much jumped on this thing Did once you? I anchored it to the wall <laughs> to make sure it wasn't going anywhere. All right. Uh, also such hor- heartwarming tweets from Boots based on who is doing this project and the items in his cart. I'm going to guess it's plumbing or electrical. That was after a picture of my cart with nothing but lumber <laughs> and paint. <laughs> well, Nothing done, but boots. encouragement from our podcast well listeners. Done, boots. Also, Boots, thank you very much for supporting the Steve and Kyle podcast on, uh, what is it, Trivia? Uh, HQ uh, Trivia. Tri- yeah, HQ Trivia. Yeah. Um, somebody emailed me a screenshot. Oh, they really? Said, um, yeah, it was the one that I had sent you last night. Somebody, um, somebody was playing one night last week. Yeah. Took a screenshot of it, sent it to me, and they said, hey, uh, I, I don't really know who this is, but I, I was playing trivia tonight, and I saw this. And it, one of the comments just says, Steve and Kyle podcast. Yeah, now that chat, I, I don't think you play, but HQ Trivia is just... It, oh, it's huge, yeah. Oh, it's massive. And yeah. I play most nights, and I've seen that. There was last, night, last week or two weeks ago, I saw that from Boots, as well as uh, another... I'm, 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 I apologize for forgetting it. It may have been Betsy, even. Uh, Betsy Boo, who, who would also tweet... Uh, images of that and do the same thing in the chat now just a stupid (laughs) 
comment. I mean, none of those comments have any context on the HQ trivia, no. but yeah, that's a, that's fantastic. Much um, appreciated. Speaking of money, Steve, and budgets, yeah, I had something I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Now, you spent the last week in your home state of New Jersey. The motherland called, and I, I went running. Mother Cannoli? Mother Cannoli <laughs> called me back. Mother Cannoli, Papa Fettuccini, <laughs> beckon to you, yep. and you had to return. Now you walk in, you you get off the plane, you you no doubt walk off, the, walk down the tarmac, or you you know kick a gate down. Hey, oh, what are you gonna well, do? Well, first I I uh, get down on my hands and knees and I kiss the ground because <laughs> that's just out of respect for the uh, for, for the, the homeland. State. Yeah, obviously uh, yep. you're in the land that Tony Soprano built, and I expect you to act as such. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made our way to the the rent a car place where we quickly got our convertible. Yeah, uh, and uh, like a '96 vet, <laughs> like a, an '88 IROC Z, <laughs> paid extra. Oh yeah, got the AC and cassette deck in this one. Uh, we did though. We we had um we had booked a rental car, and a couple weeks ago, Annette was like, "Hey, we remember we got to book a rental car for when we're in Jersey." So I had just kept putting it off. So she finally went on to kayak or whatever, and she was just looking at prices. She's like, "Man, they're really expensive." Like I don't rental know, rental cars. Yeah, hmm. like eighty bucks a day, ninety bucks a day, or something. How else are you gonna pick up ladies at the shore? Yeah, exactly. So we're like, ah, well, that kind of sucks, but whatever. Let's just because originally we had thought, oh, it'd be cool since we're gonna be summertime, we're gonna be at the beach it would be nice to have a convertible we were looking at them and they were just they were too expensive so we we're like screw it let's just get the economy car we'll get a you know we'll get a convertible got your next AO. yeah yeah or a chevy spark or something yeah, like you're, that you're two seats and yeah. uh you have to sit leaning forward because <laughs> your one bag still is encroaching on the seat yeah yeah and the other bag is on annette's lap in the passenger seat <laughs> so we get to the the rental car desk and uh, the woman says they do the same thing every time. Oh, would you like to upgrade? And I was like, yes, as long as that upgrade costs me the same amount that I'm paying right now, hey. I'll, I'll take a convertible. And she's like, well, we do have some convertibles. Not acknowledging that I said as long the as price. It, yeah. So she, she's like, oh, we have a 2018 Ford Mustang. And I was like, for the same price? She's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it was like, I don't know, $30 more a day or something. Ooh, and we're going to be there for... For five days. That's pre- no, it's too much. So it would I, be nice, but yeah. I just said, I was like, no, no thanks. And then I look at Annette, and she's like, come on, we never do anything fun like this. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, well, now I look like a chump. As a reminder, <laughs> you guys went to Jamaica for your honeymoon. Yeah. You bought garage door openers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who says I don't do anything fun? Yeah. What do you What do you want from me, lady? Whining and dining and like daisies and roses, fun every day. So, uh, feeling as though my manhood was challenged, I said, "You know something, Charlotte or whatever the woman's name was, I'm going to take that Ford Mustang off your hands." So we got a Ford Mustang. You paid the extra. Paid the freight. Got a convertible. Oh God, we got to sell these ads at a higher rate than we <laughs> have been now, don't we? Let me tell you, it was such a good decision. Really, we had, we had great weather, and from Newark down to Ocean City, it's a two-hour drive. And um, yeah, the, you're in there a while. So we were on the Parkway. It was the sunniest day, 
and uh, even even stopped by the old alma mater, hey, Monmouth University. Stopped there. The e- Eagles, the Hawks, the Fighting Hawks, the Hawks, just the Hawks. Yeah, kind of wimpy. <laughs> and um, uh, got down to Atlantic City or got down to Ocean City. Yeah, we spent some time in Atlantic City. Yes, that's why saw, I bring it up. Saw a Springsteen cover band. Uh, the B Street Band. The B Street Band. They were good. The cover band of all Springsteen cover they bands, right? They were good. Has they anybody were... dressed up like... No. Really? No, their whole thing is that they are they are a musical tribute to Springsteen. They don't try to, like, you know, the, a guitar player doesn't dress like uh, Stephen Van Zandt yeah. with, like, the bandanas. Um like they just all but the the crazy thing is the lead singer i think because he's been doing it so long he's kind of started to look like springsteen like you know how springsteen has like that kind of like underbite yeah and um if you've ever been to a springsteen concert he has certain mannerisms that he does and this guy was doing all of them i don't know if it was intentional or he's just such a fan that it's just become part of his... Yeah, he's doing his homework. Like part of his performance, but they were great. Really? Yeah. How long did they play? Uh, we were we didn't stay... It, originally, it was supposed to be um, me and Annette, my brother, and his wife, Carla, uh, and, my buddy. and my sister, and uh, her husband, Brian. Yeah. And then my brother had to get an emergency root canal that night. What is the deal... <laughs> With your brother's body ruining fun yeah, things. He, seriously. Now, he, I, I was supposed to meet him at the bachelor party. Now, if I meet him at the bachelor party, odds are good I end up staying the night on this uh, pile of pillows that Frank ordered me from the desk. <laughs> Instead, I drive home yeah. 80% in slumber <laughs> across the state. Now, maybe I stay, you know, if your brother's there, I, I meet, but no, heart attack, snooze. <laughs> So he can't make it. He makes it to the wedding. It's all good. And now you're telling me you travel to your Mecca. You yeah. go home. Mm-hmm. The World Cup. It's coming home, Steve. You went home. And he made up some crazy emergency root canal to not <laughs> visit with you again. Well, he had gotten... Uh, he had to get a root canal. So he was at the dentist the week before. And I guess, for whatever reason, they did a partial root canal. And then they had him scheduled to come back this week. Okay. Well, around Wednesday of last week, we got there on Wednesday, and um, thir- I think it was Thursday, he woke up and was just like, he was in excruciating pain. Called the dentist. They're like, sorry, we can't get you in tonight. Or we can't get you in at all today. But they referred him to another dentist, or he found another dentist that took his insurance that has like after hours time. Yeah. He got in the chair for a root canal at like 11.15 Thursday night and was in the chair until about one in the morning. What did the dentist do? Did they do like the half root canal where they just drilled down into the center and <laughs> thought, yeah, see you next week? Yeah. Well, sorry. And call uh, it good? That's all we got time for tonight. Oh, you're not going to union. Time for a break. <laughs> so he didn't get to go to the show. So we weren't even... Uh, we weren't even gonna gonna still go, and then at the last minute, we were like, you know something, let's just let's at least go to AC, and we'll we'll get dinner at least. Yeah. So on the way there, we're like, well, screw it, let's just go to. Hey, if you're already gonna be there, we'll go to the casino that they were at, like the Golden Nugget. Mm-hmm. So we go there. It took us a while to find out exactly because they were playing on like an outdoor deck. So we got there. We only stayed for about a half hour or forty five minutes. Okay. Um, and then we were both starving, so made our way back inside and um. Sat down, had a 
had an excellent meal at like the Asian place. Mm-hmm. Very good. And then on the way out, uh, Hot Hand Annette decided she's going to play some slots. Oh, oh she's so, feeling lucky. Yeah. Okay. So uh, she had a crisp 20, fed it into the Titanic slot machine. Nice machine. I've played it before. Every time you hit the button, the Celine Dion song yeah, plays. Starts playing for so a second. if you're playing for more than four minutes, I have to imagine it gets pretty annoying. We turn that $20 into $45. Hey! Cash out. You're darn right. Drinks hit, paid for. Hit the road and uh, gave all the employees the finger on our you're way darn out the right. door. You took them. You, you're not going to stop this whale. Look at this guy. You couldn't even cop me a room Got to stay. Got all the money. Yeah. All the money. So you, by the way, I do want to bring this up. Do you think your brother bailing on you has anything to do, any residuals from you not understanding his employment situation, that rift that we opened on the podcast? You know, that didn't come up at all. And it, that didn't? You no, know, it kind of makes me think that uh, maybe that was... We need to close... Listen, we need to get you, your brother... Dead Jack and Missing Ray uh, in a line, and we need to do like a Steve makeup session. With it. Who else, man? Let's. Oh, I, I I know a big one. That's never going to happen. But let's get. <laughs> yeah, let's. Get, <laughs> there's there's a lot of other people. Let's let's get those four idiots or <laughs> Mike and those other idiots in a line, and we'll fix everything. I'll I'll therapy therapy you guys you'll therapy us. we'll therapize you <laughs> and i'll fix you and mike from you not knowing your brother switched jobs four years ago okay i'll fix you and possibly ghost jack for wishing he was dead 20 years ago and now I, he is no i never wished he was dead <laughs> and you just, i simply stop interrupting and, <laughs> you, and you and ray from whatever went down there and we're gonna fix oh, them all that that one would never be fixed you know that you and ray could be not fixed? a chance oh no Ray did some. He did some mean things. All right. He did some terrible things. I just can't kick this idea. Hold on. I got to see if Jack has updated Facebook. (laughs) Since the one year we began talking about Jack. Now, if you're a a, a radio show listener that started listening recently and you haven't heard this story, uh, I would recommend going back to find it because it was a shock to my system. Steve's former boss at his growth. Was that your first job? One of your first jobs? Uh, it was, yeah, it was. I think it was my second job. His name was Jack, and Steve was a real teenage jerk off to this poor guy who was just trying to provide for his family. And the the crowning moment was where he came up and said something. He complimented me. Yeah. He said because he like we never got along for whatever reason, probably because I was a stupid sixteen year old kid and I had an attitude. But he, um, because I I I was in like the the program at school where you go to school for the first half of the day and then you leave and go to work. So my work affected school. Like if I didn't do well at work, it meant that I got a bad grade at school. So it was like double bad. So I had gotten a bad review like mid semester. And, um, so I really like put my nose to the grindstone. I was like, I'm going to show this guy I can work. Yeah. So for like the next two months, I did everything perfectly. I went above and beyond. Yeah. Like, hello, Mrs. Jones. How are you today? Ironing your Sh- shirts. Yeah, everything. Yeah, extra starch. Yeah. And uh, so he took notice, and he came up to me one day, and he said, uh, "He said, uh, Steve, I just want to just want to say I've noticed a great improvement in your work in the last couple of months." 
And now, no, normally I'd say, thanks, Jack. I appreciate that. I or, appreciate any, you noticing. I've been trying hard. Anybody else say something similar? What did you say, Steve? <laughs> I'm not doing anything different. Now, I've seen pictures of you from that era. Well, probably from just oh, past that era. I'm God, sure you... It's a, it, it kills me. Did you because flip I your still, hair back? <laughs> I didn't flip my hair back. I still remember the look on his face when he just said, Okay. And just walked away. Poor Jack. My God. This guy was like, he went out of his way to be nice to me. Yeah. He didn't have to do that. No. Even my boss. He didn't, he didn't like, no boss has to be like, hey, good job today, Kyle. You really did. Yeah. You, you did great. I mean, sure, it's nice when they do, mm-hmm. but he's under no obligation to, to tell me that. I work for him. And especially to a, a like a 16-year-old, like you said, who uh, there's very little chance that you're going to be there in three, f- five years, one year even. Yeah. At that point, he'd be better off not knowing your name. And in hindsight, I'm sure he would prefer to have not known your name. So you acted like a jerk to Jack, never mended that fence, and he's probably dead now. He hasn't updated Facebook in how long? Seven years. Seven years? Jack's been dead for seven years? He's not been dead. He is living in Naples, Florida, according to this. Yeah. I guess that's where you put your ashes when you're gone. (laughs) So you think that his ashes are living in Naples. Yeah, someone updated. Well. Come visit Jack. I'll give you an idea of how long it's been since old Jack has uh, been on Facebook. Type out his last name for me. Was Uh, it? It's right up here on the Jumbotron. He doesn't even have the cover photo. So they Facebook added the cover photo at least like six years ago. That profile picture. Oh boy. What? No, I have a I have an update. <laughs> oh no. Please don't tell me you have an obituary. January eighth, twenty eighteen, complications from Parkinson's Parkinson's disease, Riverton, this- New Jersey. Oh We missed him. We missed him by six months. No. Six Let me months, see. Six Let me months. see. Does it have a picture? No, just a just the candle. Six months yesterday. Would that be about? Uh, let me uh, let, let me, me try see. to pull up the age and maybe that'll. Uh, yeah, because man, that he seems. Well, he. Nope, that's him. Naples, Florida. <sighs> you missed it by six months, Steve. <laughs> that. That really bums me out. No, I'm not going to say the joke I want to say because it's very crude. No, I would appreciate it if you didn't. Six months yesterday. We could We talked about this when he was alive. Yeah. We we joked about getting him on the phone, and in hindsight, we could have. Hmm. Oh God. <laughs> Do we want to uplift the room and see if uh, Ray died? Yeah. Anyone else you want to see? Oh yeah, that's definitely him. Enjoyed a long career at blank. Mm-hmm. Parkinson's. I am sorry. I did not mean to bring that up and bring the. Uh... Wow. I actually, for a minute, I forgot that we were still recording. <laughs> yeah. No, that'll. Uh... Wow. I apologize for bringing it down. I did not expect to see when I typed in that man's name. The first link. To say uh, obituary. Yeah, that's a bummer. Hmm. I'll just remember, just, you know, take those memories of you guys to the grave. Like I'm sure he did. Happy. Hmm. Steve whipping his hair back. 
No. <laughs> hey, folks, viewer mail time again. Oh, here's one from Sally, age 14. <clears throat> Dear Pig. Yeah, we got a letter from our friend Buddy saying, good job with the podcast. So moving on. So you're down, you're over in Atlantic City and your wife bets. Now I get a text. Now this must have been before you had traveled there. 9.51, I get a text from you on no, this Thursday was, night. This was while we were actually, we were sitting at dinner. Okay. Give me a sports bet to place. Now for me, you <laughs> might as well have said... Please open this Christmas gift <laughs> that I got you without you knowing, because that is a joy. So my mind immediately runs to the World Cup. The World Cup's going on. At that point, it was down to the quarterfinals. Oh, the semifinals games were going on. So that's what sport you were talking about. So I'm looking, and I'm perusing for you, Steve. And I perused for almost 20 minutes, and I came back with some notes. Okay? Mm-hmm. The text chain, I'll just read the World Cup ones first. France, England, Croatia to advance. Guess what? They all did? Three for three. Now, How about, I'm surprised you didn't uh, pick our old friend Bosnia. Yeah. Uh, boy, not even an option. <laughs> I don't know what their problem is. Maybe there's still some hurt feelings between the sports book and Bosnia, but I couldn't even pick them. Mm. Now, granted, France, big favorite, England, Decent favorite. Croatia, kind of a pick em against Russia. Croatia ends up knocking off Russia in penalty kicks. I was watching, biting my fingernails for you. Okay. I also say, because there's a UFC on Saturday night, pay-per-view. Now, this was the light heavyweight champion, Daniel Cormier, versus the heavyweight champion, Stipe Miocic. Stipe. Going up in weight class. Okay. So he's an underdog, Daniel Cormier. And I say, take Daniel Cormier to win. And over on the three and a half rounds, it's going to take him to win. That's where you lost me. I don't know what that means. So uh, a title fight like that's five rounds. Okay. So that bet is saying, will the fight go more or less than three and a half so rounds? So if you take the over, that means it's going to go more Four than three and a half. Four or five rounds. Okay. And if you bet the under, you would bet that it will be done in the first, second, or third round. Okay. And I said, if you're feeling extra squirrely, Steve, you can bet on the co-main event, which is Francis Naganu. Versus Derek Lewis. Mm -hmm. I said, take Derek Lewis to win. I even followed up. I said, you know what? If you want to go light, bet the Cormier Miocic fight and France. I said, Derek Lewis is a big underdog. Well, Steve, I'm waiting for my cut <laughs> because I gave you five out of six winners <laughs> Croatia advances, France advances, England advances. Cormier wins in an upset. Derek Lewis wins huge upset. The only bet I didn't hit was the over-under on three and a half rounds. Yeah. I would have bet the over. It went under. Hindsight, poor bet because they're heavyweights. Not a lot of them go five rounds because they're bigger fellas. So, feed daddy. How much did we make? <laughs> well, let me... Before I tell you how much we... Okay, yeah. How much uh, we, we made. Because you're in the casino... Yeah, and there, it's legal now over there. It is sports betting, so you probably Annette's, you know, looking at Jack and Rose on the edge of the boat, <laughs> and you say, "Hey, Toots, I'm yeah. gonna walk over to the yeah. book and get myself an old yeah. fashioned." Papa's got to go uh, yeah. bet on the ponies. Yeah, and you go over there and you show because you don't understand it. You show my phone to the person, and they make um, all the bets for us, and we're we're in the black. What's up? 
Uh, first of all, couldn't really find the area that I had to go to for that. Um, and That's a poor also, so you asked somebody. Also, didn't really look for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you asked me for bets to I place. Did. Yeah, in my defense, though, the like most casinos, my cell phone reception, like I was able to send that text after uh, I hit try try again okay like six times so it finally went through i didn't even get your responses until we were walking like through the parking garage so unfortunately uh we didn't make any money but here's what i'm thinking listen now heaters don't just come steve stick with me on this we take that money that we raised on the gofundme $490, $500 because we're throwing in. We're going to match because we're good people. Well, we're not going to match. We're going to round up. We're going to round up. That's what we're going to say. That's more accurate. (laughs) So we take $500. What do you think? Do you think that uh, the listeners to this podcast would be in support of this? We take that $500, Mm -hmm. go to a casino. Sure. Go up to uh, to a roulette wheel. Oh, you want to do roulette? Yeah. And... But the, the the catch is, it's got to be all on red. All on red or black. All on black. Yeah. One spin. So we're either, we're, we're going double or nothing. I'll say this. There's no chance our listeners are in support of that. <laughs> all right. I'm all in. If you're in support of that, okay, we need to know, um, hashtag. Red or black. Billboard roulette. Yes. Hashtag. Now that's, yeah, that's a lot of letters. Yeah, hashtag billboard roulette. Yes. Um, Tweet that at us as well as your uh, your idea for the billboard while you're yeah, at it. Yeah. But we need to know, are you in support of us gambling your money? No, I thought... No, I, th- I think that most people would be in support of it because for the most part, we have um, $10 donations, $15 no do- donations, yeah. $20 donations. The only idiot that gave us more than that is Zach, who oh. gave us a $100 donation. And he's suspended anyway. Yeah. So, uh, really, we're just asking, Zach, are you in support of this? Yeah. Everybody else, take it or leave it. Yeah. Sorry. You know, you don't like it. You know what you're getting. Big old glass of pond scum. Get that tea mug out. <laughs> we got a hot, hot, hot batch for you. <laughs> pond scum coming your way. Now, let me ask you, hey, Steve, if you were to place a bet, now I gave you six bets. Let's say you, you place them all. What would yeah. you have done? Five bucks a piece? Ten bucks a piece? Yeah, I think so. I probably would have uh, no more than $50 total. So Okay, so let's call it 50, been, 10 yeah. each on that. Whatever. Yeah. Let's just say it's 10 each. Let's see if you had been. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I would have won us about $200. Okay. Um... Yeah, but to me, two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. it still wouldn't have been worth it to me because of the embarrassment of not knowing how to do anything when I go up to the window. Well, and and if you I would followed have followed up, hello, hi, sir, one sports bet, please. If if you had followed up with me, I would have literally put in quotes a script <laughs> for you to talk to the guy, so you would have felt very comfortable. But, but see, the problem is, what if there's a follow up question? Yeah. What if he says like You say you gotta go Oh, to the- you wanna two to one double down? You claim you have irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> Run away and call me. I have irritable bowel syndrome. I'll be right back. <laughs> and you sprint. Yeah. 
And you or, call oh, me. Oh, you know what I should have done? I should have had an earpiece in. Oh, yeah, we could have done it. I don't know how, how well that would go over in a casino, though. Yeah, you might get some looks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think. And then, then that's minimum. On the uh, Francis Naganu derek Lewis fight, which, again, was the uh, undercard or was the uh, underdog, I told you to bet. He's going off at plus 240. Now, Steve, for I know you know. So, but for all the idiots out there who don't know yeah. what that means, yeah, yeah, that means if you bet a hundred, you would have won two hundred and forty. Now that's in addition to your original bet, so you'd have gotten back three hundred and forty if you had bet mm-hmm. that. So fifty bucks, you would have won one hundred and seventy, mm. gotten two hundred and twenty back just on that one. I mean, that's yeah. again without the three soccer winners I told you about. That's without the other UFC winner I told you about. Hmm. I guess. Uh, because you, you said roulette. I thought you were just going to put the 500 in my hands and say, you know, go on a heater again. No, no, no. I think it has to be a, an all a or total nothing. total chance, yeah. 49 point whatever percent to 49 point whatever percent. Oh, that would be incredible. Oh, I'd hate every second of it. I know. Me too. But we, have, we have casinos. As we could be at a casino in 40 minutes. Yeah. I've done that with 20s. With There's me and, my, me and a couple of my friends like, hey, let's each put 20 in. Put it all in red. See what happens. It's not fun. I don't like it. <laughs> no. I love gambling, but I hate that. Oh. Okay, so you turned down my mini heater. You cost us some money. You cost APS 4.0 a lot of money, I think, is what I don't know about that. is important to say. Right? No. No. You don't You don't think that's... No. Okay. No. I mean, could have been studio money. Could have been mic arm money. We've been talking about that for two years. Yeah. Could have been... Not plastic table money. <laughs> could have been. We could have gotten rid of these zip ties and the plastic <laughs> table on one shot, man. Could have been living the high life. The day's yeah. going to come where we got a guest in here. They're going to go, this is what you've been doing for 100 plus? This is nice. Yeah. That's why we haven't bid on that uh, Jimmy Pardo guest on your podcast. Next year. That's thing. the year, man. Next year's our year for that. Yeah. That's happening. Okay. It's happening. So, okay. Well, I just wanted to check. You know, I, I assumed you'd have... Either a money order for me or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how I'd pay you. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and a money order. Yeah, a cashier's check. <laughs> a Western Union. Yeah. Delivered yeah. to my house, perhaps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe yeah. second to Union, Western Union's telegrams. What do I need for that? Just a fax machine? <laughs> yep. That's how you get telegrams. <laughs> so they, you call me, say... <laughs> Hey, old buddy, <laughs> turn on the fax machine. <laughs> beep, derp, derp, derp. I fire it up and I get a printout of a, of a yeah, check. Yeah, it comes on a scroll. <laughs> and then I hook that to my pigeon and he takes it to the bank. Yeah, okay. that's exactly how it works. Oh, boy. Um, you know, time, you know, we're okay. We, um, another thing I wanted to talk about, I had actually forgotten to write it down. I posted a couple pictures from this setting. Talked about it, boy, it must have been four or five months ago, right? Wait a minute. Hold on. I have an intro for this segment. Oh, you do? Yes. Do you want me to rebuild it for a second while you pull it up? Or are you ready? No, no, no. I got it right here. I opened it before we even started oh, recording. Man. Boy, we've been talking about this for a while, Steve. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I forgot. That was an argument about what musical instrument was. that was. I don't even remember what the options were. I don't I remember what I said. I believe that has to have been... I think that's like a kick drum. Yeah, that sounds about right. Did I, I just believe did Katie, I disagree? I believe my wife thought that was a guitar. Like a bass guitar? Yeah. So you're talking about like the, the dun, dun, Yeah, the dun. actual downbeat. Yeah, that's a kick drum. 
That's what I thought. So I feel I've, like we disagreed on this on the podcast, though. Maybe. Maybe I've changed my opinion. Maybe I've changed my opinion. Oh, Somebody can go back and, and figure it out. This is all for the Loose uh, Ends episode. Hashtag Kesha Loose Ends. Yeah, hashtag... If you know... Now, we have listeners out there. Like, Nikki knows a lot more about this show than we do. And mm-hmm. we record it once a week. If you happen to know that, please let us know. Because there's a good chance one of us 100% reversed our opinion. Well, obviously, one of us had yeah. to have. Because and I know for a fact we didn't uh, we didn't agree. We got a net on to figure it out. I remember that. Did we really? Yes, because she's our music expert. Wow. Okay. I don't know how it weighed in. Hashtag cash all loose ends. A lot to get, a lot to talk about this week with the listeners. Yeah. Please help us out for crying out loud. Yeah, I had the big Kesha show on Friday, Steve. And now I am an unabashed Kesha fan. Right. I I um, think her music is outstanding. I believe that a couple of months ago when you said that you were going to the show, I inadvertently insulted you. I don't even... <laughs> actually, I do. I think it was inadvertent. You said... Now, you're comfortable being that creepy old guy or whatever you had said. Yeah, that was in an intro, and I still have that. I definitely still have that audio piece somewhere. So when you sent me a picture on Saturday, was it Saturday night? Friday night. Yeah, Friday night uh, of you there on the floor mm-hmm. at the Kesha show uh, with the caption or with the follow-up text, my girl, I replied, old, creepy, loser, virgin. To which you replied, so proud. Yeah, man. I Listen, her her newest album, uh, nominated for a couple of Grammys, total mm-hmm. different change. And I, I listened to her from uh, when she was straight party rock, talking about brushing her teeth with Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. And now, does she still do that? She plays it. I was going to say, she... Uh, I don't enjoy it. No? Well, I get the impression from this show, and I have some gripes to talk about with you. I get the impression that when she plays the old stuff, the party pops, super poppy stuff, which her music is still poppy, she wants to get it over with because it's so, at, it's like if I listen to her music at 1.5 speed, it's just super fast. Yeah. And that is not fun. It's hard to, you know, you have people who want to sing along with that. Yeah. It's weird. So I got, that's my impression I got from it. Which so, was I, I would think that that's pretty normal with a, especially with a pop artist, um, yeah. But they now she didn't do it in like, hey, we're gonna do a montage of the hits where oh, no. it's just like where she goes from one of her poppy hits right into yeah. another, right into another, and then yeah. So no, she she's there she because the she wants to be. I mean, obviously, you know, she's older, so yeah. her career is evolving. Her her style is evolving. It's yeah. understandable. And this tour is a bit different. She hasn't recorded new music in five years before this newest album. Obviously, a lot of uh, personal issues and, and um, legal issues with her record label and uh, sexual assault allegations that have gone through the courts. So this is this album was very like, you know, it seemed very cathartic for her. the song praying. It was all over the radio. It's all about this situation. Uh, let me just ask you these very few questions steve just about concerts in general now i've been to a lot you've been to many more than i have uh you guys promote them with your side gig occasionally at hap you know you, you're you're out there what time does usually a main artist take what's the earliest you've seen a main artist t- 
take the stage, not a festival setting. The earliest? Yeah, not a festival mm. setting, a regular concert, main act, lights go down, beat starts to play, they're, they're hitting the stage. Just the, from memory, just in a, just a general guess, what would you think? Well, when I go to a, like, because you went to a concert at the, it was at the arena. 10,000 10, people. 10,000 people, yeah, so it, uh, minor league hockey arena. I would expect something there. The main act would not start before, I would say, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Okay. Uh, the earliest I've seen, probably eight, okay. maybe. How long? Now, you've seen Springsteen. Yeah. Man is known for notoriously long Three shows. Three plus hours. You've seen smaller acts, new acts. On average, how long does a main act play their set? If I get less than 90 minutes from a main act, mm-hmm. I'm pretty disappointed. Um, I would say the typically you should play between 90 minutes and, yeah, like an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes okay. would probably be pretty pretty normal. Now, do you think a lot of them have, you know, numbers of songs, and you can usually, 90 minutes, I'm guessing, is probably 15 songs-ish. Yeah, yeah, I would say 15 to 20. Because you figure there's going to be some, uh, there's going to be some, some chit chat in between songs. Hey, thanks for coming out. We right. love you. You know this song I wrote when I was blah blah blah. Well, let's talk chit chat for a moment mm-hmm. while I pull this up because Kesha's chit chat. And now, granted, she might very well be getting used to it, being back out on the road again. Right? Her, she hasn't been touring again very long, but every piece of chit chat between every song was the same. You are effing amazing. There's so much love in here. This is effing amazing. That's it. Every time. Okay. To the point where Katie, who likes Kesha as well, probably not as much as me, is like looking at me and going, yeah, this is effing amazing. <laughs> because it's that noticeable. It's yeah. like her go-to line, right? Right. So maybe she's a bit out of it. So, Steve, I submit to you the idea. The first ever concert, because her opening act is an EDM person who just presses play on his iPod and <laughs> fake scratches records, right? right? Say, you know what? I've never done this before. Let's just get there late. We don't need to be there for this person. We have floor seats. Yeah. They're on an aisle. I don't need to bug anybody. Nope. We walk in. We sit down. Let's go get dinner. Relax. No rush. That at 7.58, the lights are dimming while my Whoa. wife's in the bathroom and she starts walking out. I go, we got to, like, hurry up. It's going, like, the lights are down. Yeah. It's going to be hard to find our seats already. 8 p.m., she's on stage. Wow. 8. That's, I would have been an hour late. Right? I didn't, zero, I, I had a friend in attendance, uh, somebody I work with, and we were already, he goes, yeah, this guy just wrapped up. And I was like, well, that's a bit odd. It's 7.30. Mm-hmm. That's early he just the yeah. doors opened doors maybe there's opened. maybe there's a second that's what i thought i was like oh there's got to be another open he goes no it doesn't look like it it's like all right well we better start heading over there. so we start walking and i'm still in no rush until i see the lights go down so 8 p.m she's on the stage steve 11 songs one oh. hour and five minutes whoa that i would have felt very ripped off Two song encore, okay. In total, so in she total. So, so she 
played nine songs and then no 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 so 11 plus two so it was 13 oh, okay. total okay from start from when we got into our seat to when i was walking to our car it was less than 90 minutes <laughs> Thirteen I th- when you total said, songs. When you said eleven, I thought you were going to say eleven fifteen. That's when she played until. I was expecting that because a podcast I listened to, we've talked about it. Never not funny with Jimmy Pardo. They're yeah. Kesha fans. They went to Kesha, whatever L.A. arena, Staples Center, probably. They said she didn't take the stage till ten twenty. Now that was a con- uh, the tour with Macklemore. Mm-hmm. but it looks like she's taking the exact same set list from her Macklemore tour. Cutting out the one song she has with Macklemore because he's not there to <laughs> sing it, and doing it at eight p.m. and getting on the bus by nine thirty. Wow, what a life! And this is with three costume changes that totaled uh, twelve to fifteen minutes. <laughs> so total time performing, like one hour. Total time that she was singing. Ooh, fifty less probably. And I was telling you a little bit of this before recording. I like Kasha. I enjoyed it. It's it's not something that I'm totally comfortable like jumping around at. Now, there's this girl who I could have swore was 16 wearing a mesh top and a bra behind us. <laughs> she must have been over 16 because she was drinking the, her sister's beer. <laughs> who is sitting there when Kasha starts talking about the song Praying because somebody had a sign in the audience. She was, oh my God, she's got to play it. She's got to play it. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. She has to play it. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. And then five minutes later, that's it. I am in love with Kesha. I'm in love with her. Like just going bananas. I take a picture. No, I said we're on an aisle. I posted this picture on her Twitter at Stephen Kyle as well. I take a picture of next to us in the aisle, a woman wearing uh, tight clothing, which again, I don't care whatever you're comfortable in, but decided, you know what? I'm a little too formal. Let me kick off the shoes on this concrete floor (laughs) of a concert venue. What are you doing? Obviously soaked with beer. Oh, it has and other you know other drinks that people have spilled. Oh, it's so gross. And now, (sighs) and there's that's like going into a restroom with your with your shoes. Yeah. And there's a there's a song where before she starts playing it, uh, I believe it's about. I think it's actually called. Let me look. Take it off. Yeah. Where she gives a whole spiel about, I can't start the song until somebody throws an item item of their clothing up on stage. And sure enough, before she even finishes the sentence, a woman's bra is hanging over her neck. <laughs> and then it's this weird bum rush to the stage to throw to throw anything. Shirts, underwear. There's everything. That's so odd that. You know what? It's I guess every artist has their thing. You're playing. Yeah. Take, and in my mind, the whole time this song's playing, I'm remembering when I was a kid or when I was that age. And you, I don't know if you remembered if it was past or before your time. Uh, P.D. Pablo. Uh, yeah, I don't North, know. Uh, North Carolina, raise up. Come on and take your shirt off. Oh, yeah. In yeah. my mind, I'm thinking concerts of that must have been the same thing. Or uh, Nelly, hot yep. in here. Yep. Take your clothes off. It has to have been the same thing, you know. It's, yeah, it's, probably. So I look at that and I go, you know what? It's fine. That they're having fun. If they're comfortable walking out of here in a mesh top with no bra, so be it. Hey, who are you to judge? Yeah, but yeah, I would guess total time singing, fifty minutes tops. That's insulting. I was a bit bummed. Now, Grant, I got in early on these tickets. We had floor tickets. I don't know if I mentioned about fifteen, twenty rows out, right on the aisle. Beautiful seats. Loved them. Got them week of week that they went on sale. Got them for face value, fifty some dollars. I couldn't believe the deal. Mm-hmm. Now I can believe it. This is my Jeep. 
this is my deal of the century that yeah. you got. It turns out it was just an okay price for something that I got. You basically paid like a dollar a minute for that show. Yeah, absolutely. So for every minute that you were sitting there, somebody was reaching in your pocket yeah. and taking a dollar out. I'd never left a concert before any show. Now, granted, I'm not this weird globe-trotting concert goer where it's light out. Oh, yeah, because it's summertime. It's so not a festival, so it's not like I went to see a person play the 3 p.m. on stage C. Right. It's a nighttime yeah, I even, concert. I didn't even think about that. It's light out when I'm going to get... I go, ah, like, we you, can watch a movie tonight. Yeah, like, you probably... Like, it was probably... If you had left and gone straight home, it would yeah. have still been light out when yeah. you got home. Oh, we did. We made it home before 10 o'clock. It was light out. That's... was able to watch a movie. Yeah, it was a bit disappointing. And I don't know if it... But I looked, I'd looked before that at her set list because I'm not one... I don't need to be surprised. Like, oh, what are they going to play? Mm-hmm. No, I don't care. And I already know it's going to be a bit disappointing because there's a lot of old songs off her new album, which is whatever, thir- 10 or 12 tracks. She plays one, two, three, four, five. Everything else is cover of Dolly Parton. Everything else is old. Wow, 13 songs and she put a cover in there? Yeah. Yeah, Jolene from Dolly Parton, which was fine. Again, I'm there to enjoy what you want to do. She's shooting her confetti cannons and... So out of curiosity, because I am, uh, I'm, I'm a certain way. Like I said, I'm not the one jumping around at that show. I'm really enjoying the music, even though mm-hmm. her voice was much less uh, in shape than it probably is normally. Like she was not hitting any high notes. She wasn't. It was. It was. I'm sure she was uncomfortable. She was mm-hmm. drinking a lot of water. But um, oh, I forget where I was even going with this. I, oh, yeah. Well, afterwards, I decide, you know what? It's on Twitter or Instagram, and I see, you know, the hashtag Kesha Grand Raps. Like, click on it. Maybe I'm the, maybe it's everybody. Kesha's the queen. Oh, my God. That was the greatest thing ever. Kids now are being conditioned to think an hour to an hour and 10 minutes is what you should get. That's remarkable. I mean, I'm one of my bucket list items is to see Bruce Springsteen, and yeah. I need to do that soon. Not that I, I'm, I'm not, not going to be worried yeah, about him, he's but probably, he's in I, his sixties. He's in his seventies. He's in his seventies. I'm hearing. I think I've got maybe he might 60s. be in his sixties. Bruce Springsteen's old, and that's the bottom <laughs> line of what we're saying here. Yeah. I need to get let's on that. Find out. Like, how do you? How you know? Let's say somebody Friday night goes to that Kesha show, and they're online saying "Yes, Queen." Sixty-eight, by the way. Sixty-eight years old. They're online giving all this t- typical comments about how she's their idol, whatever, and how the show is incredible and changed their lives. Saturday night, they turn around and go to Springsteen. Are they tweeting or Instagramming halfway through saying how bored they are and how is this still going on? Boy, I'd imagine, first of all, that the crossover between Kesha and Springsteen... It's me. Yeah, you're the... You found him. You're the center of the Venn diagram. <laughs> like, you're the you're the not-quite-blue color, yeah. but also not-quite-red color. Yeah, there, there can't be very much <laughs> happening there. Now, I was happy to see that I was... Not the oldest one there. Not the only man there. Okay. There were there were yeah, gentlemen in the rows in front sure. of me, and they were enjoying it. There was a group of guys behind us. Two guys, two girls, one guy drunk enough. He's sprinting up and down the aisle singing the songs, <laughs> loving it. I just wasn't... It, that's just not me at a concert. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. Is that what people are pre predisposed to now? Like, sets that so. short? I think so. Is it a uh, festival mindset? That's terrible. Because the last show that I was at... Um, like I don't really consider the 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 B Street band that was because that was in like a bar setting yeah um, but we went to 
a show at the outdoor amphitheater like two weeks ago. Sure. And it was a old crow medicine show. Yeah. And they played for probably close to two hours and it was like nonstop. I mean, it was really high energy whole time. And there wasn't a lot of, I mean, they, they do some talking, but for the most part, they're talking over the intros to their songs. Mm -hmm. Um, man, but yeah, that, an hour and five minutes. Yeah, that's my yeah. I mean, take out the uh, the encore. Yeah, that's terrible. That's I was just, so offended. Like, not, I guess I shouldn't say that. Like I said, I'm a Kesha fan. For what we paid for it, should I have gotten more in my mind? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I was still. I still enjoyed seeing her and enjoyed the the show for that. Would she you go put back? On. Of? If she came back here, would you go back to? I'd read set list first. Yeah. I would look at the set list for whatever tour she's on. I'd see the opening act because at that point, listen, I. I'm not a Macklemore fan, but I like Macklemore's yeah. music. If that's Kesha Macklemore, I don't have any problems with what I saw Friday night. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, like I said, it's like she insane, transported though. her duo set list that she's doing with Macklemore. Just started at eight and called it good. That That's not the way Terrible. to do it. You have to make it a show of your own. So, yeah, a bit disappointing, but... Uh, if if she's in the area I, and the price is right, I would yeah. recommend seeing her because she puts on a pretty fun show, shoots confetti cannons at you, and talks about glitter on her chest. And <laughs> it's it's a weird show in terms of the crowd and and her man. She's a she's a goofy person. All right, real quickly before we get to the fast five while yep. we're talking about it, boy, Kyle and I have a deal for you. Oh if my! You want to go see the Zach Brown Band? Now it sounds like we're promoting a contest that we're doing here, but we're not. What we're no. promoting is. An opportunity to buy our tickets because That's the- <laughs> uh, we bought I bought like we bought four tickets yeah. uh, thinking that me and Annette you and Katie would all go and I think one minute after uh, we bought them our friend decided to get married on that day which is this Saturday um, so we cannot use those tickets. So if, hey, July 15th. if anybody is interested in, well, I mean, I'll just speak for myself. myself. Yeah. If anyone is interested in my Zach Brown band tickets, uh, I know 14th. based on StubHub that I will not get nearly what I bought, bought them for. Yeah. Boy, is that terrible. Let's, Paid like, I think they were 60 bucks face value each plus. So that's 120 right there, plus uh, the Ticketmaster charges on top of that. Bring it up to, I think I paid 157 for two tickets, mm. which really hurts. Um, I'm just looking to make some money off of them. A few dollars. Now, but obviously, me... you gotta you got to be here in Grand Rapids, because the, the way that Ticketmaster does it, it they it's don't make... It's not Ticketmaster. Or it's the, a... the website Katie told me they're on is like, listen... They don't make Here's, it easy. They don't make it easy to transfer the tickets, and I'm assuming that's to um, to combat like boss scalping, maybe. scalping, and yeah. stuff like that. Like they don't want to. They want the person who buys the tickets to actually go to the show. So yeah. we actually have to print them out and deliver, and yeah, and hand deliver them to somebody. So if anybody wants uh, wants my tickets, make me a reasonable offer, and they're yours. Let me. If that doesn't entice you, mm-hmm. let me pile on. Now, what do the best infomercials do, Steve? Right at the end. Uh, but wait, there's more. You're darn right there's more. We're going to double your offer today, Steve. <laughs> Yay. If you don't want two tickets to Zach Brown Band, you think, no, that's not good for me. How about four? <laughs> so you're questioning now whether yes. you... Now, look, 
if you just buy my two tickets, mm-hmm. the bonus is you get to sit next to Kyle and Katie. No. <laughs> Those get thrown in the garbage. Okay. You do not get to sit next to Kyle <laughs> and Katie. Or you get two tickets for the low price of nothing. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Listen, if, you, if you're two people, if you're four people and you're hearing this and you go, boy, that'd be fun to see. Yeah. Go ahead, send us an offer. The seats I'm, aren't great. I am bummed that I don't get to go to this show. I was uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, I enjoy them. The Zach Brown Band, I've seen them once before. They're very fun. I love their music. What I don't love is the drive to the other side of the state, as well as um, the drive back from the yeah. other side of the state. And part of the reason we were going, I mean, that, that's normally a show I'd look at and go, yeah, that'd be fun. I'll wait till they come around yeah. here. And the worst thing is, I think it was our idea. I think that... Annette had said, hey, Zach Brown Band is going to be in Detroit. Mm-hmm. We should see if Kyle and Katie want to go. Oh, was it? And then, uh, or maybe we had talked about it in advance. I don't know. But then, like, one minute later, yeah. Oh, we got well, a wedding that day. Well, well that's, And I that's remember great. the way it went down because Katie said, hey, Zach Brown Band in Detroit in July, whatever. We should go. I said, yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. And then 30 seconds later, I got, all right, seats bought. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. All what? Right. Cool. I guess we're going. So it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm, if you're interested just... in two or four Zach Brown Band tickets for Saturday, Comerica Park. It's in the beautiful city of Detroit. It's going to be a hot one. Dress accordingly. It Zach will be. Zach Brown Band, uh, possibly with three of your closest friends, <laughs> possibly with one of your closest friends, and me and my wife. Let Oh, yes! Oh. A late in the game <laughs> shot from half court and he nails it. <laughs> that one actually knocked me back in my seat. He absolutely crushes it. Now the streak was broken last week. We didn't have any last week. But you week. had one last week, didn't you? I didn't mark it. That was oh. two weeks ago I had one. Okay. Man, the streak. It's over. It started up again though. Yeah. Beautiful. Alright, so hey, if you're looking for Zach Brown tickets for Saturday, what is it, the fourteenth? Saturday, July fourteenth. Saturday, Detroit, July fourteenth. Comerica Park, Detroit, Michigan. Send us a note. Send us a Facebook message, facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle, or on Twitter at Stephen Kyle, and uh, we will work out something. All right, man, we got to get this done quickly. I think we can do it. Yeah, the, by the way, they can email you as well. Steve at freebeerandhotwings.com. That's right. That works just as well, and you'll probably see that in the mornings at work if it's easier yeah. to email. Um, all right, the Thai Cave Rescue. This is like one of the craziest stories I've ever it's heard. It's surreal. And the, the hell what and it's totally normal for the soccer coach to say, Hey, let's go cave exploring. What's going on here? Is there gonna be another story that comes out like later about like soccer coach so. had a devious plan of murder? No, I don't think so. That's from, just the standard. From what I've read, everything is like, Oh yeah, that's totally normal. They do this all the time. Crazy. Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. Um. Oh, what did they do? I saw that. I I remember seeing their names together, but I don't remember what for. Oh, I'm excited. Must see TV. Must see TV. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, wow. We'll come back. Justin Bieber. What did the Biebs do? Is he dead? Steve, it's the biggest pop culture news of our lifetime. He's engaged. What to, to somebody uh, named Selena Gomez? Haley Baldwin, who may or may not be one of the Baldwin daughters. I thought of that, one uh, of the Baldwins. I thought that he was back with Selena Gomez. <laughs> Read the rags, would you? <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, heard that it got pretty good reviews, and that something happened after the credits. Ah, uh, gasped out loud. Really gasped why did i not go to that with you you weren't home 
And why didn't you wait till I was home? That's another. That is a valid <laughs> argument to me. I need to start going to all of the the superhero movies. Yeah. Just so you know, like how Conan does the clueless gamer, clueless watcher. Yeah, clueless superhero guy. Oh, we need to do yeah, that. Who's that guy? That's obviously Superman. You dummy. We, <laughs> who's we, the guy with the spider on his costume? <laughs> Probably Spider-Man. The next, the first thing first that we need to do video-wise, we need to watch and live record a podcast episode of Hurricane Heist. Yeah, we never that did see that. That has been simmering. It's, it's got to be out on VHS by now. <laughs> it's so, they're just trying to get any avenue to recoup some income. Yeah, uh, yeah we need to watch and do an episode on just Hurricane Heist okay. while we watch. Uh, after that, uh, and finally, actually, North Korea. Boy, it's... <sighs> I'm shocked that they're not staying true to their word. A lot of reports out there that uh, the denuclearization talks that they said they want a total denuclearized peninsula mm-hmm. may have. And I'm glad again, second time, I'm glad you're sitting down. May it not have been true. If you can't trust North Korea, <laughs> who can you trust? They had uh, somebody, I don't know what's his name, Mike Pompeo visiting North Korea. Did not yeah. meet Kim Jong-un. Mike Pompeo leaves, says, good talks. Uh, North Korea leaves a statement saying that they were very poor and, like, devastating talks. We're so going to bomb everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to die, man. Yeah. It's a shame. I'm sure there's a lot of very nice people there. Yeah. Oh, there's there's no question that the people under that regime are being... At, well, one, the human rights violations alone yeah. are a massive issue. So, I yeah, mean, they're, they're basically being brainwashed. It's so bad over there. Uh, before that, Ant-Man of the Wasp, $75 million this weekend, the most recent Marvel installation. Good news, though. If you want to go, I will absolutely go. Okay. It is the least Marvel-related movie that you can have. So I can go in completely blind? Uh, seeing the first one would help. To know what an Ant-Man is. Okay. That would probably help. But yeah, other than that, everything else pretty much ties in. You're okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I loved um, it. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now to see. I think it was 84. 86. 86% fantastic. Yeah, 86, uh, 76 million. Some laugh out loud funny moments in there. And then, like you said, the first post credit scene getting a lot of attention absolutely took my breath away. Okay. Yeah, I saw oh. I saw a lot of uh, a lot of articles like breaking down what it meant or what the what the hard. what it's, the message was or like one minute and it pretty much is explained. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> but that's how you get clicks, Steve, and that's yeah. what that's, uh, that's that's right. That's how journalism. The, you won't believe what happened next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, before Justin Bieber, the Biebs, he's engaged. Good ha- for good for him. Haley Baldwin. Haley Baldwin. I believe. Haley. Alec, one of Alec's daughter. I don't know if she's the one that he oh, called. Oh, is she the uh, disgusting little pig? No, I think that's Ireland Baldwin. Ireland Baldwin. Uh, Haley Baldwin flaunts giant engagement ring Ooh, from Bieber. Say something else. No, 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 no. Keeping it. Uh, wow, is that Bieber? Yeah, yeah. He, gross. Does it say who she is? That's the most important part. Is she just a model, or <laughs> is she it? literally one of the six uh, Baldwin's daughters? Uh, let's see here. Hold on, I had it pulled up. Uh, she is the daughter of Stephen Baldwin. So one one of the Baldwin daughters. Yeah. So Alec, yeah, because Alec's daughter, I, I think her name is Ireland Baldwin. That can't be right. Scotland Baldwin? <laughs> England Baldwin? The, I mean, I laugh, but it's <laughs> they all sound just as dumb. Right. Let me look. Ireland Baldwin. 
Yep, that's a name. You're darn right. That's uh, Basinger Baldwin, one of the daughters of Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin. That's who I was thinking of. This is not her. But yeah, he's engaged, man, on the straight and narrow now. Look at that. Good for him. Giving up on the, the Gomez thing's over. He's moved on to whatever she does <laughs> for work and life. Uh, she is uh, American model, model and television yeah. personality. Oh, okay, you appear yeah. on TMZ Live. You're a personality <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, so that, I don't know. Do you think that even makes it to marriage? He's a mess still, right? Yeah, I'm sure he is. I think. Yeah, it'll make it, but it'll be like uh, what the Kim Kardashian and who's the basketball Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys, yeah, would they make it weeks. like seventy-five days yeah. or something? Before that, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson in the news. The rumblings became public that they are in negotiations for a ten million dollar one-on-one match, winner take all, like. Golf? Yes. Nah, okay. Well, I mean, well, when you hear- can you imagine if you pay <laughs> and it's Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson either like fencing? Well, when you say I don't know, when you say one on one, I immediately think yeah, basketball. basketball yeah, so, they just, they're squaring why, up. Why would they? So it's like a not a charity thing. Uh, you know, I'm sure there'd be some tie-in because otherwise, yeah. it's just two rich guys rivals? golfing on team. Are they? Uh, you, you know, they, they used like to each- hate each other. Yeah, they used to hate each other by all purposes, and I think that's really thawed over the years. Uh, as Tiger got beat up with a nine iron and Phil's uh, yeah. mother or wife had breast cancer or something yeah. like that. I don't know if she passed away, but I mean, they're both, listen, they're both almost 50. Why do you, it's weird. You know, it's time that to move they're, on. They're about the same age, but I consider Mickelson like I, Mickelson just seems older. Right. And you know, it, it goes without saying that if Tiger Woods was never born, Phil Mickelson would probably be the greatest golfer we've ever seen. Yeah. Same the other way. They both finished one, two. Uh, but yeah, no, this would be, this would be monster ratings. The two golfers of our generation playing one on one, one on one, whatever course they decided for ten million dollars on TV. I mean, that's still that's nothing to either of them, right? No, I mean Tiger Woods is the first. I want to say he was the first athlete billionaire. Was he? So to him, nothing. Probably to Phil a little bit more, but yeah. well, Tiger's got alimony, Hold on, so maybe find, it's uh, yeah. maybe it's not as nothing uh, as we once how, thought. Let's see, celebrity net worth. How much is Tiger Woods worth? Uh, estimated seven hundred forty million dollars. Oh wow! So that has gone down then. I thought he was a billionaire. Phil Mickelson. How I'm much? Guess, is, I'm going to guess four fifty. Phil Mickelson's net worth three hundred seventy-five. So basically, half a tiger. A lot of money both ways. Yeah, five million. Pro- but you know what? Net worth is also a bit distracting. That's you figure property and yeah. deals and all that. So five million is still a good amount of, amount of money. Sure, for both for for Phil especially. But yeah, no. W- you, would you watch eighteen holes, three and a half hours? The two greatest golfers of our generation. Yeah. Now you're not a golf fan. No, I'm not a golf fan, but I would watch that. That's intriguing. Yeah, and they they uh, apparently they both agreed to be mic'd up to make it a better oh, experience. That, would be awesome. that that's I mean that makes everything better. The fact that they haven't mic'd up NFL referees and players during the game yeah. and get that audio, uh, boy, talk about a missed opportunity. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun to watch. And before that, the Thai cave rescue, one of the craziest stories I think I've ever heard. I didn't. I, man, I was so tuned out while we were on vacation. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention to anything. And then yesterday, I kind of, like, reintroduced myself to the world, and I'm looking at all these news stories, I was like, I had vaguely, I had heard something about something, about kids trapped in a, in a cave. Yeah. And then I saw it, I was like, this is the craziest story I've ever heard, because originally they said that they were going to keep them in there for, like, four months, 
until yeah, until after out. the monsoon season or whatever. Which no, I didn't understand. I was like, well, they, well, they would they just walk in? Can't they just walk out? Yeah, and then they showed the complexity of the of the cave system. Unbelievable. And, but I mean, it's so weird the fact that they were just like, yeah, we're just gonna go for a stroll like three miles into this cave. Yeah, and then it rained hard enough in the couple hours that they were in there. For it to completely fill with Unbelievable. water. Unbelievable. Took them 12 days to find them. Yeah. Or something like that. 12 or 16 days to find them. And the plan, they were still deciding what plan to do, but now rain has forced their hand. Mm-hmm. They have scuba divers, trained, like, essentially Navy SEAL divers. Yeah. One passed away on yeah. this route. That's how treacherous this route yeah. is. So they have, they've had to go in there, train these kids, like, give yeah. them a crash course. Most of them, they said, couldn't even swim. So they had to teach them how to swim. My then God. on top of that, teach them how to use the scuba gear. And they've been taking them out like two at a time. The The it's most like, recent one I saw was that they had eight or nine of them out. Isn't it like, I think it's five or six hours one way. Yeah. To so, get what these, they, so they're scuba diving mixed, scuba diving, and then there, there are some raised areas yeah. that they can walk for a few minutes. These are untrained kids scuba diving for five to six hours just to get out. Yeah. Alive. After after a professional died, doing this, oh, doing man. the same thing, so terrifying. They yeah, they've gotten a bunch of them out of there. Hopefully, you know, by by the time you're hearing this, I would imagine that the rest of them will will hopefully be out. Eight but, out total currently, as of this afternoon. That's out of twelve, and that's been two days. Yeah, you know, it, it is a slow process. I'm sure the. Divers are working different shifts, and there's different divers doing it. And, and because originally I was like, "Well, why, why are they just taking like one at a time?" Because these yeah. the it's the, so tight. It's so tight that in some cases they have to take their gear off and roll it. Yeah, and like pass their scuba tank through, and then which makes me think, man, I wouldn't have gone in that cave in the first Never. place. No, I wouldn't like, have gone oh, there. I'd walk in, kind of look around, be like, "Oh, that's where you want me to crawl through." Sorry, coach. I'll see you at practice on Tuesday, but I'm, like, catching an Uber home. And you know me. I wouldn't have gone in the water. Yeah. So, let alone a cave with these tight walkways through it. Mm-hmm. What a bunch of... Ugh. Yeah. Well, ugh. Terrifying. Crazy. All right. Big news. The big news. Oh, no. Hit me. LeBron James. Oh! They call him King James. Yeah, we call him a fraud over here. Sorry, just taken from the <laughs> Stugats that I listen to every day. Uh, yeah, you know what? You want to go to the fifth or sixth best team and just maximize your Hollywood money? So be it. I I don't. I never liked the guy. All right, next the Thailand Cave Boys, which seems like a weird way to. Hmm. I mean, it's I all, don't have it's, Cinemax, it's, but that feels like something that would be on. It's all accurate, but it yeah. sounds weird when I say uh, it. Yeah, craziest. I mean, this is for my money. This is uh, this decade's Balloon Boy. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Very weird. Very strange. Uh, Next, Joey Chestnut. Oh, boy. We need to revolutionize the the competitive eating game. What a a mishandling and miscarriage of justice that was. Really? You're not pleased with his victory. I'm fine with it, but I'm pleased with the victory, but did you hear what happened during it? No. Oh, they missed a plate. They initially had him at 64 hot dogs, which would have, I believe, tied him. They missed a plate somehow. Oh, yeah, because he devoured 74 hot dogs oh, in 10 minutes. Controversy afoot. Oh, boy. I'm, I need to hear more about this. I didn't even didn't even see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, uh, Daniel Cormier. It's Cormier, right? Cormier. Cormier. 
and Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, you know I meant to write that down too. Now that you mention it, man, that whatever. was all. That was all a WWE work, right? Well, they had Lesnar there, knowing the entire plan. Whoever won, the plan was for Lesnar to confront that champion uh, and set up the next fight because. Love him or hate him, Brock Lesnar is a moneymaker for the UFC, even though he's tested positive for steroids the last two times he's fought there. Good old Dana White, nothing like integrity, bring him on back. Still the WWE champion and is now lined up for disputed reports of a uh, November or January fight against Daniel Cormier, the fifth ever two-division champion. And finally... I don't know if you've watched this or not yet, but mm-hmm. it uh, completely consumed me for a couple of days. Okay. The Staircase. I haven't watched it. I started it, forgot it. And now this is a 15, 14-year-old documentary that yeah. just made its way to Netflix. Yeah, which I had never heard of before. Yeah. Never heard of The Case. And that's without a. That's about a 1990-something... Uh, it was a 2001 Oh, it was that... Death. Okay, so it was a quick turnaround on the documentary. Yeah, a woman, uh, a woman died in 2001. Kind of suspicious circumstances. Yeah. Um, I, without giving a lot of spoilers, I want to say that uh, some say she... Uh, the Well, the, the DA say that she was murdered. Um, mm-hmm. The defense says that she fell down the steps and suffered injuries and died as a result of those injuries. Uh, it's a 13, I think, 13-part series on Netflix, and it consumed me. 13? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was three. There's no chance I'm no, taking that No, you've got to watch oh, it, though. No. Got to do it, man, because we, we need to talk four. about the owl theory. Oh, God. Just, I want to talk owl theory. Come I'd on. rather watch six years of Game of Thrones than this. So you're not going to watch it? I'm not going to watch it. Come I on. started watching the first episode. Under the guise that it was three episodes long. You're sure it's not three. You watched 13? <laughs> you didn't watch a three-episode documentary and then a 10-episode documentary on something else? No. There very, wasn't a weird shift? A very, a very similar one? Yeah, there wasn't like a timeline oh, shift come after? come on. 13? Oh yeah, come on. They, okay, if anyone wants to wants to talk with me about this, uh, uh, hashtag the staircase, st- staircase chat. <laughs> now, are you... Where are you at with Westworld chat? You were going to... Did you give up on that show? I did. You did? It was my favorite show. Oh, okay. It was... When we did that Fast Five... Yeah. Where we talked about our five favorite TV shows, that was like number number two on my list. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we watched the first episode of of the new season and realized... I don't really remember anything that happened in the first season. So then we watched... We tried to watch the first season over again. I watched two episodes of it. Annette watched two quarter episodes of it because she kept falling asleep and i was like oh, i'm out i'm all right, done so all i need to do is let this thing burn for well apparently in between you know now and whatever is there gonna be a next season like is this like of making the a murder no i think they, that, uh, they pretty much wrapped it up all right well, i'll give you a few come weeks. on It'll man you gotta watch it 13 13 yeah you can do it in a weekend easily Ugh, hard or 45 to 50 no, minutes oh god no <laughs> that's the nail open on, for 30 minutes that's the nail on the coffin oh I'm out split them into 30 minutes oh. you edit it cut it down to 30 a piece what I have to edit the I documentary that's been suck. edited are they gonna are they gonna edit it <laughs> come on you you just tell me where I can wasted, fast you've forward. wasted time doing less how dare you I watched Cheers an Amer- <laughs> a seminal American piece 270 half hours 
Was that it? Was that the end? That was the end. 13? All right, Daniel Cormier, Ugh. Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, my God, what? Obviously a setup. Uh, Lesnar though oh, it was so obvious. Cormier wins, and he's like. Yeah, calls yeah. him out. Hey, Brock Lesnar's here. Get out here. Yeah. And then Lesnar comes out and he pushes him and then they yell at he each other. Yells you and calls him names. And, yeah. Uh, now, a few Lesner, things. I- Lesnar appeared to be the kid who just learned how to uh, curse like yeah, he's, he's he had just never doing it all the time. Yeah, because he, you know, he's on he's in WWE, yeah. which is for the most part family friendly. PG. Yeah, PG. He did, he's not allowed to say bad words. Yeah. So he's like kind of using them incorrectly. <laughs> like, he um a couple things I noticed now for UFC people fans or who watch MMA, Daniel Cormier is one of the greatest fighters of our generation, but has been booed forever. Booed because for whatever reason people like John Jones and that's his main rivalry. And Cormier can wrestle, so a lot of his wins have been essentially by smothering. Yeah. Well, this time he gained forty pounds because he's a light heavyweight and knocked the guy out. Yeah. First time I've seen him cheered, roundly cheered. Yeah. It was a brutal. Hit. It was oh, like it was ugly. I thought it was it, an elbow. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a punch, but it was like a four. Yeah. Like he. It almost. It was almost like he punched him, but missed with his fist, and then yeah. just complete forearm. I was right laying to the chin. in bed watching the pay per view I bought, and uh, watching it in out loud. I, I watched it. I go, oh no! I woke Katie up. <laughs> what I go? You have to see this. <laughs> Look at how devastating. Because I yeah. thought it was an elbow. The guy dropped, but. Um, yeah, and then he the the Lesnar call out thing and Lesnar booed in the arena. Lines have already been drawn in the sand. Yeah. Now UFC fans don't want Lesnar back because Lesnar, oh, he's a wrestler. He tested positive for steroids a few times. Wrestling fans don't want Lesnar back because he's only around three times a decade. Yeah. You never see him. Nobody wants him. He still makes everybody a I ton know. of money. I know. And what? Yes. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Not from my end. Nobody wants him. And from my side, um, I'll buy the pay-per-view. Oh. That's weird. You get a voice alert? No, but my uh, my watch looked up the definition of nitric oxide. <laughs> All right. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what did we say? I don't know. Because I, I bet that I, because like if I hold this button and started listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's a pay-per-view I buy, though. Cormier right. Lesnar, I'll watch that. So what'd you say, I'll, like November sometime this fall? Either November or January. All right. Uh, before that, we had Joey Chestnut. He is the, uh, yeah. let's see, destroyed the so-called competition at the 2018 Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. Mm-hmm. Chestnut devoured 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Yeah, judging error, cast initial doubt. This is straight from ESPN.com. A judging error, cast initial doubt over their totals after jurists didn't see the eaters were taking the dogs and buns from two separate plates. Uh, frankly, the judging was just off. The longtime Coney Island announcer told the Associated Press, Joey said, look at my plates. And Carmen, the second place person, said, look at my plates. We counted the plates they had eaten. It was 64 and 74. Uh, Eric Gonzalez. Now, this is where it gets uh, official. Crazy. The Brooklyn District Attorney certified the final tally at 74. That's the district, district attorney, attorney getting holiday pay, mind you. To watch fat men eat hot dogs. And certify a hot dog total. Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, is there anything to even watch? There's nobody who can eat as much as he and sit, uh as he can since that, what was the other guy's name, got booted out for breaking eating rules? Oh, um... Kobayashi. Yeah, because he... He didn't, he didn't want to sign a contract with Competitive Eating yeah. League United or whatever they're called. 
Um, yeah, so it's, I don't know, is it even fun anymore? Just watch Joey Chestnut's veins in his forehead pop out and him nearly vomit? How much does he make for that? Who knows? Advertisement's got to be Oh, uh, let's see. The 34-year-old former construction manager turned full-time competitive eater, obliterated the competition, and won the $10,000 prize. So that's that's it. All right. He lives so off that till the next 4th of July. Some stats here. Um, 74 hot dogs, mm-hmm. totaling 22,200 calories, mm-hmm. which is 1,700% of your daily value of fat, uh, 2,200% saturated fat 888 percent of your daily cholesterol intake boy uh sodium that's the big one though 2368 oh a lot of salt yeah a lot yeah, of a salt in those so. nathan's dogs uh congrats to you joey chestnut yeah for the big ten thousand although i mean that is that's a lot like money you, but he's got to make his money on advertisements because that's a televised yeah. event yeah i wonder how many of these competitions he does a year yeah i think he does like wings and all that yeah because he's, stuff a, he's and, full-time full-time com- uh, you figure if you win i don't know if you compete and won like once a, can you do once a week is that yeah, does your body allow you um, adam richmond but Man you win versus food did it for once a month for tv he had to retire because these challenges were killing him yeah yeah but i mean if you win because this is probably the biggest one i would assume the nathan's hot dog eating right. contest that, that's like the that's the super bowl right and it's ten thousand dollars ten thousand dollars <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like, like it, and he like you got to win what six of them a year to yeah. make like a, maybe a, a decent salary. Maybe Chestnut's doing some data entry on the side to yeah. to pay some bills. Who knows? All right. Before that, we have the Thailand Cave Boys. Yeah, just an insane story that we talked about. Um, hope so everything crazy. finishes as well as it looks like it started. I remember yeah. the first reports of this rescue idea. People saying. That better be their last-ditch idea, and yeah. you're asking for problems. So far, it seems to have gone off very well. Yeah, apparently Elon Musk is sending, like, a child-sized submarine over there or oh, something. Oh, I thought he would just maybe shoot it in space and say, see yeah. you in a decade on Mars that we'll never get to, because I'm a liar. Now, he had his engineers, like, build a submarine and send it there, but apparently it's not going to get there in time, and they're going to have them all out. It's just like everything Musk <laughs> does, and now I love the man's ideas. Has he done anything on time, <laughs> on time. or anything that's helped anybody? He shot a convert into space and acting like he did something that's like yeah. me going and like going and kicking a can of beans into a lake and going hurrah look at me i'm elon musk and before that lebron james oh god king james now yeah. uh part of the la lakers now quickly steve you and i let's run down the western conference where does la mm. rank we've got the golden state warriors the obvious number one the prohibitive favorites they signed demarcus cousins to play center which is a coup everybody's up in arms against the nba they have to do something to stop the golden state warriors got the houston rockets chris paul got james harden you've got the second best team they could have oh that's weird the, the microphones God, why do they always do that so weird so weird how that always happens hey thanks for listening Especially to Free Beer and Hot Wings listeners who are hanging around, hopefully clicking the subscribe button. You can download, subscribe, and review the show in iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Libsyn, StephenKyle.com, wherever you uh, download your podcast from. Chances are you'll be able to find us on there. Uh, but like I said, just StephenKyle.com if you want to subscribe to it. Thank you so much for the donations to the GoFundMe. Yeah. We're hopefully going to have some news in the next 
week, week and a half on uh, yeah. where the, where our billboard is going to be, yeah. if it's going to be there. Remember, if you think that we should gamble with the money, uh, now this this is only going to be open to people who actually contributed. Yeah, so really there's 25 people who can uh, chime in on yeah, this. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on that. Um, we need a hashtag. We hashtag have, billboard roulette. Hashtag billboard roulette. We want to take the money to the local casino. Yeah. And, uh, put and it all put it all on the line. And also, put it all on black or all on red. Uh, fill apart. If you're listening to this with your beautiful artwork that you make, thank you as always. But also to anybody and everybody, even ideas for our billboard, what should be on there, logo, slogan, catchphrases, whatever you think, send us your ideas on Twitter and Facebook. Please do that so we can start hammering out some ideas. Yeah, Facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle or on Twitter at Stephen Kyle. I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. All right. Talk to you next week.